All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash acast. Oh, hi. How we doing? Good to see everybody. Welcome to another uh, rousing edition of Barnburner here on Flames Nation and on your YouTubes and on your uh, wherever it's in your ear holes and your face meet. Welcome to it. It's good to see you. Rousing. Uh, game day. Get your helmet on. It is the Vancouver Canucks. Men. Oh, yeah, there we go. Oh, we're back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll work. Yeah, that'll do. I could use a little freshen up there if you <laughs> Whether that's the washing machine, an iron, or some more uh, marker, that's uh, yeah. looking a little fatty. Uh, that's pretty good. It's pretty good. I'm still. You jealous. really I don't think have that one. I've put that into the washing machine? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just saying it's looking pretty haggard. Hey, or the, so's the team, though. Frankly, so. Hey, dude, how's your chair? So good. Look at this. It's better, right? Oh, yeah, he's got a gaming oh, yeah. chair. Oh, oh, oh. When when did this happen? Did I miss a new chair? Very sad. No, he's had problems. Chair issues. Chair issues. It was some old grandmama chair. That's the uh, the base for his boom arm for his microphone. It took a dump. This is what had this. You know what this is? These are the rigors of a, of a long season. Oh, we're in the are we in the dog days already? We have rigors. A lot of rigors. Yeah, yeah. Didn't you say, what was, so we had rigors and what was at the start? Rousing, rousing, Rous, very yep. rousing. Do you have rousing. <laughs> Yeah, we're uh, it's a rousing, rousing edition of the show. Um, we got a lot to do today. We got a guest coming in here shortly. Ew. Good Calgary kid, working for MSG. That sounds important, right? When you're was he an usher? I'm on, what's he, what's no, he no, 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 no. He's on the uh, the broadcast. 
the MSG, MSG network. Oh, yeah. So Fancy. you're working New York City, the, the Windy greater. City. Yeah, the greater yeah. New York area. It's probably like Red gets blacked out when he's on the air. That's so big that. Network. Yeah, you've probably never seen Thomas Hickey doing stuff on on the MSG network, covering the Islanders. Can't get it. Don't have local TV. Yeah, I know. What's going on? What are you? What are you doing down there? Yeah, what is going on? Like, well, it's, it's got to be over soon, right? This whole this walkabout because I don't Buffalo have local thing. TV. Well, it just doesn't. You know, it's like, what are you? What are you? What are you? What are you doing? Doesn't feel like a permanent setup, does it? He's still hanging a Bills flag behind him. I've learned, fellas, that you've seen the, some of these shows and these people, the minimalists. That's me. That is you. Anything. Who is anything. in your mansion on the lake right now? It's easy. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. You're a minimalist for sure. A cup of coffee and a steak. And a... That's <laughs> it. That's all you need. Any kind of steak or do you need probably... Not Salisbury. Back. I don't like no. Salisbury. What is a Salisbury steak? Fucking disgusting. Isn't it just like it's gristle? Yeah, it's freaking it gross. Yes. Hey, listen, we we're not the most intelligent people in the world, but don't call it a steak. We're gonna know better. We're not mm. that dumb. Firing some piece of shit across the plate. Oh, here's your <laughs> Salisbury steak, sir. But if you put some gravy on, no, 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 no. no. I don't want fucking gravy on it. Steak a bad name, Dean. How about giving? Uh, giving guys a steak when you say it's going to be a steak or it'll be like, I'll be like that guy at the drive-thru yesterday I, in the pin. Holy, I'm gonna, angry Rhett, hungry Rhett. I'm going to do that. I'm going to have a big party. Invite it. Hey, everybody. Come steak. on. Steak, steak night. Have steak night. Steak <laughs> night at my plate. <laughs> steak night. And we're giving away a TV. That would yeah. be a uh, classic red party. <laughs> what, uh, like, what is this? Good. Yeah. What, uh, what do we got here? What do you, uh, Salisbury steak. Boy, it's chewy. Hmm. Ah, fuck. That sucks. This is terrible. Yeah. You're a bastard. You're a bit of a bastard. We'll do uh Ask Rhett coming up a little bit later on. You know who's not selling your friggin' Salisbury steak is Bonton Meats. If you walked in there and they said, Yeah, uh, what uh how's your Salisbury steak today? Uh what's the uh, price? You know what Greg Keller would do? He'd kick you right in the nuts and then mm. throw you out the door. What if you add mushrooms to the gravy? Is it good then? No, it's still like when you got to add that much shit to it. A mushroom gravy with some shallots and uh, it's a peppercorn sauce. Feed it. What if you've had like six Ryko presses? Does that make it better? Or you no? it still fucking sucks, guys. Come on. You're going to eat it, but you aren't going to be. I don't happy. think it makes it better. Your ability to taste is worsened. That's yeah. It. The discerning taste goes down a little bit. Uh, McLeod Law, this day in Flames history. A significant one today, gentlemen. Really? So get yourself ready. Yeah. Pack a lunch. Be ready for it. Uh, and we've got football tonight. We've got hockey tonight. We are going on. We're, we're heading out. We're going out to Greta tonight. You got your headgear on. That hat barely fits on your big head. It's a huge hat. Normally, like, I can't even get them on the head. This one, like, it's a deep bucket. It's nice. Yeah. Don't feel like I have to like work at it. It stays on. Going to Greta tonight. Let's go. Yeah. Nugget eating contest tonight over at Greta. Pinder's going to make good on his bet, but we're inviting everybody to come out and have some nuggets. I saw on social media yesterday on the Greta Instagram, they had some guys sitting there. We're just getting ready for tomorrow, doing some training. They were getting just one nice little plate of nuggets going, kind of get the really? get the system ready for it. Raising money for the ALS Society in honor and in, uh, in the name of Chris Snow. 
So we'd love to see you there tonight. We're going to watch football. We're going to watch hockey. Pinder's going to eat 42 nuggets or attempt to. Okay. And we've got our live stream. We're going to have the game on. We'll be sh we'll be shooting the shit, talking about the game, eating nuggets, watching sports, having some drinks, having a hell of a time at Greta. Would love to got, see you there. Got a good football game, and we might have a good hockey game here. The Canucks are quite a bit better than the Flames, but they wouldn't have got in until 2 or 3 a.m., I'm guessing. Uh, the roads were shit last night, right? We got a big dump of snow last night. Getting in from the airport would not be easy. This, this will be a fatigue uh, Canucks club. Your and mouth. One that's using their backup goalie, I'd suggest. Yeah, I mean, that's where we were until about, I don't know, what time yesterday? 5 p.m.? And then a little bit of snow came down. Yeah. I don't think it's going to hang around. No, it's supposed to be warm over the uh, over the weekend. But a little, you know what? A, a, a skiff or a dusting, mm. a light skiff or a dusting. Hey, a dusting where I'm at. Shovelery on today. you, don't you? Rousing and yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm all over it today. Dusting. I am all over it today. Dusting. Uh, what the hell? I was just, oh, I was going to say if you, did you did you go to the old uh, the Betway app and take a look at the odds for the hockey game tonight? I did. Yeah, that's why I mentioned what time the Canucks got in. Flames are considerable favorites here. The Betway boys are liking the Flames. All the sports books are. It's that second half of back to back with travel in the middle. Backup they... goalie coming in. Not that it matters. Right. Smith's been really good. Casey to Smith. Uh, so last night, and we'll talk to uh, to Hicks coming up. The Islanders and Canucks go to uh, overtime. Quinn Hughes gets the OT winners. The Canucks win. The Canucks are 12, 3, and 1, tied with Vegas for tops in the Western Conference. Yeah, baby. And On the Flames heater. are favored at home tonight, which, again, yeah, yeah, we'll see. Go get them, Flames. Flames are 3, 1, and 1 in their last five. They're on a bit of a heater. Canucks fans will be happy to play to pay plus 115 for a victory over mm -hmm. a team that's, you know, way back in the standings. Yeah. The, uh, the Canucks went with... Thatcher Demko last night. You mentioned Casey DeSmith would seem logical in a back-to-back -back with travel that you put DeSmith in a 2.67 goals against, 922 save percentage, and 4-0-1 on the season. They're getting saves. Pucks are going in for them. They're feeling good. They got a good UFA season from Elias Pettersson. I guess he's an RFA, not a UFA, excuse me. But uh, everything's going perfect in Vancouver right now. Rick Tockett looks like exactly the coach this group needed and the blue line is not the porous sinkhole that it's been for ages they got tyler myers on the third pair that's where he belongs this is great and susie's hurt even everything is going their way yes thatcher demko has been good casey to smith now again it's so easy to get goaltenders right casey to smith was in pittsburgh they just let i mean yeah we'll trade him away who needs this guy two six seven four oh and one it's just that easy and i think all teams can can really attest to the fact it's really easy to get good goaltending in the National Hockey League. Beyond that, the uh, the Canucks have not one, not two, but three. Three men tied for the league league in scoring. When is the last time the they've had that. three guys? What? JT Miller, Quinn Hughes, Elias Pettersson, all tied with 26 points, leading the league in scoring. If you like leading no the league kidding. stuff. 26 in 16 games. Look at this East Coast bias coming through with Red. He doesn't even know how good the Canucks have been. This is this is classic yeah. Eastern time zone bias. He's not he doesn't he, the Canucks are on a heater here. They're it's flying. nothing to do with the Canucks. How often do you see three guys tied on the same team at the top of the scoring? Yeah. I feel I like mean, you it, get McDavid It's early so you have here, but yeah. right. So you That's might have still only that, two. But, yeah. Well, and one's a defenseman. 
That's a crazy start. Right? So yeah. you may have had the Sedines tied at one point, but uh, but three is is amazing. Uh, for Miller and Hughes, they're on they have, each have five game point streaks, I ten they points. Hated Miller. Wasn't Miller supposed to be a pain in the ass? Miller can be a bit of a Richard, but when he's engaged, he's good. He was on the fourth line at Tampa, fellas. They traded a first to get him out of mm-hmm. New York, and he played his way down to the fourth line. The Canucks move a first to get him. And then it's like, uh, you're going to pay this guy or Horvat and you pick him. Well, I think he was, I think he was on the fourth because he was maybe a bit of a Richard. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. So he wasn't a fourth line talent. I think the Tampa Bay Lightning knew that he was better than that. It was not fair. Again, talk about things coming up, Canucks. They trade for Philip Heronic. Did Stevie Y get fleeced here? You got a first. We'll see what the pick turns into. That wasn't exactly a low pick either. They missed last year. So that's a top 15 pick in a deep draft class, right? But they also took that, like, looks like a Sean Horkoff type guy that was playing in Saskatchewan in the Western League. Like, I didn't love that pick for as high as they picked. Anyway, uh, Fleece is probably not. I mean, it looks like a very good deal for Vancouver. They bring in Philip Horonic, young defenseman, 11 game point streak. He's just putting up points every night. He's got 14 points. Decent. <laughs> and Brock Besser. Brock Lobster. Remember, what were you going to do with he's making too much money? The guy's he's ahead. He's, you know, his life has lost his father. There's just so much stuff going on in his life. Goals in back-to-back games. He has 13 goals in 16 games. Already 13 goals after putting up 18 all of last year. Not overpaid. Boy, he's score 40, Dean. Not the boy is back. Yeah. Happy for him. Yeah. Well, he lost right. his father a couple of years ago. That was a big thing that uh, seemed to rattle him off the ice was tough. I mean, it's been taxing there, guys. It's been really, really shitty there. They've had a whirlwind of coaches changing, bad GM decisions, toxic environment, owner issues. And finally, it's like the clouds clouds have parted. Skies are clear. I'm, I was thinking, how do you think old uh, Jim Benning's thinking? How do how how he's he's somewhere right he's somewhere well, out there do, though what like what's his master stroke here like watching he drafted two guys in the top ten no if you just hold on for a sec what okay. I'm saying is it's been a pretty quick turnaround you know old uh, Patrick Alvine hasn't been on the job for years and years he's come in there and yeah you know Pedersen and Hughes and all that sort of thing but he must be thinking hmm this does not look good on me. Because I had some of these players, and these guys came in. They've kind of turned this fairly quickly. Um, they always had the high end, I, right? Am I going to get another job? And is this going to? Are people going to look uh, look poorly on me because of this? Because they are, I don't know. They're the biggest. They're the biggest story in the league right now. Are they not? They are for sure. They are. Yeah. Um, the the thing that's different with the Canucks than most other teams is they always had a star forward, a star defenseman, and a star goalie. The fact that they weren't good enough to build around those three was the stain on Jim Benning. And even Trevor Linden was speaking with the media and suggested that he had to press really hard for them to follow the list, which was Pedersen, not, I believe, uh, uh, the Nolan Patrick. No, it wasn't Nolan Patrick. It was another pick that didn't work well. Either way, he, he kind of, in, in the last month here in Vancouver, went on air and talked about, yeah, you know, we had to talk to Jim about really sticking to, the, to our guns because we, we wavered off our list the year prior, and we did, and I'm glad we did because we got Pedersen. It was like, ooh. And see, really, was, another shot on Benning. Jim all I was Benning. going for was a Benning in impression. That's all really I was going for. Didn't I was just waiting all. for it. But Jimbo's fine. He's making $76 million in retirement. 
Yeah. Is he making money? I don't think he's making shit. Jimbo, seventy-six million, wasn't it? Oh, that's Jimbo Fisher. Oh, uh, rat, right don't confuse me with the Texas A&M football yeah. coach. Like he's X's and O's. I blow up your cap Texas, with bad trades and signings. Oh, Texas A&M football coach. $76 million to go away. Just amateur athletics, out. Rhett. <laughs> they can't afford to pay players. What are you talking about? Yeah. It's just amateur athletics. That's a team salary. For a season in the NHL. That is literally like there are teams spending $76 million in the NHL. And they were winning football games. I mean, they were over five. It was not a. No. When you pay a guy that much, I think you want the bowl championship sort of the playoff every year. We've given enough friggin' love to the Vancouver Canucks. Yes, they got three guys this and their goaltenders that. And okay, geez, this guy was there last night and saw it firsthand. He is with, we talked about with the MSG network. Calgary kid to the Big Apple. He is a big deal, ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome Thomas Hickey to the program. Hicks, how we doing, man? How's it going? Guys, thanks for having me on. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, you're talking about Vancouver. I've heard enough about them, and I know growing up yeah. in Calgary, that's always uh, it's always the thing. But they look they look for real this year. A good, really good hockey team, and found a way against the Islanders last night to stay in it and get on the power plan, really go to work. So uh, deflating time to be a New York Islanders <laughs> fan right now. Yeah, it sucks for all of us. We were happy because the Oilers stunk. Now they've won three in a row. Canucks yeah. are doing great. This is no good. If this, if yeah. the Oilers were going to suck, we could handle the Canucks being good. Now it's coming around. This is no, this is no good. No, no it's no fair. I trust me. I know I grew up there still Calgarian at heart and uh, always watching those things. It's never good when, when uh, the teams that you hate the most are, are doing it. It's the same here in New York. You know, if like the Islanders aren't doing good, at least you'd hope that the Rangers are bad and the, the <laughs> poor seasons, the fans are, they're fine as long as you beat the Rangers because they're so competitive in that sense. So uh, I, I absolutely know where you guys are coming from. Yeah. So where did you play your minor hockey? I, I, I was trying to remember what teams you were on here. Yeah, I grew up. Uh, so I played Trails West growing up. Right. Royals, uh, trails west into the Royals. So in the Southwest, yeah. played all my hockey growing up there before I went to Seattle to play junior. That's to right. your captain of the Royals. Look at this. Holy U15 AAA, U18 AAA. Love to see it. Yeah. No, we had Art Arena. Good. Yeah. Some of my, uh, yeah, we had Stu Papard. Stu Papard. Yeah. Was, uh, especially in Midget. But uh, yeah, all my, all my best buddies and stuff, guys, I, I played with growing up. Good pierogies at the old stoop apart if you're there on the right day. That <laughs> canteen right. there, it's a sneaky little spot. I'm telling you, if you're a hockey parent and you've not gotten the pierogies at the stoop apart, you're missing out. A sneaky 50-50 there, too. <laughs> yeah, is that right? Yeah, you're it's, near some uh, nice neighborhoods. Like, there's some good 50-50 pots in there. <laughs> they've still got, because uh, I think they've made some changes to that rink, but you've still it's got the long yeah. tunnel all the way up to the back and around the corner. Yeah. It's an intimidating walk for a lot of those teams coming in there to play it's, the Royals. It's not easy. Yeah, you're you're, you're going downhill, and all of a sudden you're going uphill against the Royals. Big, big, like, big boards. Big yeah. boards, yeah. thick too. Like not forgiving one bit. So, uh, wasn't an easy place to play for other teams. But yeah. you know, to be fair, my my one year AAA there, we we were near the bottom of the league. So mm. I can't brag too much. Well. I guess poor leadership. I'm not sure. Usually that's <laughs> oh, jeez. I'm not sure. So uh, you're working for MSG. I, now, people, I think people are going to be watching this. They're going to be very probably familiar. You, of course, go to junior, first round pick of the Kings. You end up with the Islanders. Now you're working Islanders broadcast. How did that 
I guess more more recently then going from your playing days to what you're doing now how did that come about yeah I just fell into it really um you know first of all I love it it's it's a blast um you know so living on Long Island lived here for for over 10 years now and um it's home for me my wife and I we bought a home and you know with the intentions of of being here for a long time because uh you know for for us she's from Toronto and you know it really became sort of a, a neutral place that we grew to love and then um last year I was my contract was up at the Islanders I was where I spent my entire career really after getting drafted by the Kings and uh I went to a tryout in New Jersey at a PTO um and it didn't work out and I was thinking about going to Europe but um just being around here sort of having your ears to the ground you hear some things and I knew that they were looking for an analyst and before I went over to Europe I thought okay let, let me give this a try see if uh see if it's something I like, see if I'm good at it, see if they like me. Um, and after that tryout, I just, I picked up the phone, I called, they still had a position open and um, I did an audition. It worked out and I really liked it. And I just, you know, these, these jobs are, you know, someone could have that job for a long time. The fact that it was open, I thought, you know what, maybe this, maybe this means something and, you know, hockey, I, it needs to be in my life. I love playing it so much. And this is just sort of like, look, I, I don't feel at all like I'm playing. I don't feel like I'm part of the Islanders hockey team one bit, but I do feel connected to the game and, um, you know, around it every day, talking it, watching it, um, you know, really, uh, really the sweet spot for me, not getting hit. As you guys know, that's, that's no fun. So it's safe. It's enjoyable. And I, I do feel connected uh, to the game big time. So I'm loving it. And I'm doing some work for um, NHL networks as well, because they're just in New Jersey. So uh, Islander specific and um, broader in a broader sense, talk about the league as a whole. It's been, it's been a blast for me. I really enjoy it. Could be a hard pivot though, right? Cause you're playing and in your, in your head, you're kind of thinking, okay, well maybe I'll, I got a PTO failing. That'll go to Europe. I got a few, either way, I'm going to be playing hockey for another year or two or three. And then bang, that's a, that's a tight turn. Was that, was there, ha, had to be some part of it saying goodbye to the hockey playing career that had to have been hard. You know what? If I, I think if I took a year off and didn't, maybe I, I decided to take a year off and do nothing. Um, I think there would have naturally maybe been a grieving period, but for me, like my gears in my garage, I think it's been, what do we got? It's been uh, 13, 14 months. I, I haven't touched it. I haven't wanted to play just because I, I do feel so connected to this. And it's, it, you know, it's obviously not every day, but um, you're keeping up to date and you're following the team so closely and coming at it from a different angle. So I don't, I, I really don't miss it because I'm around it. Um, more and I, when I was playing there was a lot of times when you try to get home from the rink and turn your brain off and not think about hockey and and now my job is it's thinking more about hockey watching other teams um so I I you know I I think that a day will come where I where I truly do miss it but I I just feel like this is a connection in a way to the game so I never had to go through that period where um I really missed it, but no, you know what? Nothing replicates playing the game, being in the room with your teammates. Um, I certainly miss that part of it, but I'm, I'm pretty grateful that I get to see the guys and, and be still co so close to the game still. 
you went real high uh, in the draft, fourth overall, and five years later you get to the Islanders. I'm trying to remember what the those five years were like, finishing junior, going to L.A., the weight of expectations, and then what must have felt like a breath of fresh air when you get to the Islanders and it's just go play. Like Walk us through that journey because I remember that being a bit of a roller coaster for you. Yeah, it was difficult. And, you know, people ask me about it now. And I think the biggest thing I say is I'm thankful that social media and um, the nonstop coverage that we have now that I didn't have to go through that because um, there was a ton of pressure on me from myself um, and pretty much to take you through it. Like my first um, my first year pro, I, I played a handful of games. I blew up my shoulder. I, I missed the entire season. So that was like that was a setback for me. And then obviously playing pros different. Um, you, you've got to learn a lot. And for me as a young defenseman, I had a lot to learn and it took me a bit of time. And in that time, uh, there was guys uh, in the Kings organization that were more ready, prepared and, and better players at that time. Guys like Jake Muzzin and Slava Voinov and Alec Martinez, they've, they've all went on to have great careers. And, um, you know, while they were doing that, I was, um, struggling to, to get back to full health and, and really find myself. So it was difficult. And there was, there was definitely stretches when I was in the minors that you wonder if you're ever going to get your chance. And, and even with that, um, you know, not just your chance with this organization, but somewhere else. And then, um, I honestly, I think that stretch of life probably prepared me more for, um, the career that I ended up having and some of the stuff that I had to go through later on in my career, uh, I'm grateful that I went through some tough times early on. You learn who you are when things don't go your way and, and you, you got to find a way out of it. So um, it was tough. I love playing in Manchester uh, in the American Hockey League with the Kings affiliate and like nothing but good things to say about the Kings. My my opportunity there, unfortunately, just didn't come. And uh, I, I remember the day that I got placed on waivers for the first time. And I remember that call just, you know, just wait until noon. Um you know, my agent said, I, I think there's a couple teams that are in on you, but we'll see. And I got a call at like 12.05 uh, that the Islanders had picked me up. And it's crazy how that works. And fast forward, life's changed. And that's home now. This is home for me. Um, but it's just being prepared for those opportunities. And that was that that one moment of a chance and building it up for three or four years with disappointment and, and learning a bit about yourself and making sure that that opportunity strikes that um, they've been putting in the work, not just physically, but more so mentally really to, to take advantage of it and, and believe in yourself. And those are good teams. I mean, they, they win two cups in that little run there with Daryl at the helm. We're all familiar with that here in Calgary. So it wasn't like you, you, you couldn't crack a bad NHL team. That was the best NHL team for a few of those yeah, years. Timing, timing was, was yeah. tough. No doubt. And, and so then when did you, when you got to New York, okay, it's a fresh chance, but when did you like, okay, I'm here I'm an everyday NHL. Was there a moment for you? Was there a portion of a season? Was there a way you got treated in a contract negotiation? Anything where you're like, oh yeah, all those worries, I can forget those now. Uh, you know what? I, I I took a while to get to that point, honestly, because uh, I, th I think when you wait for it for so long, and I know saying so long, I was 23 years old. It's not like I'd um, grinded into my 30s to get that opportunity, but um, it, it takes a long time until you feel like, you know what, you look around and realize that you've earned it. And I think for me, I was always looking over my shoulder. I would say, like, I remember after my first year, I don't think that there was any question that I was going to get a one-way contract uh, coming out of it. But my agent was like, okay, here's the numbers. Here's the deal. Uh, and I was just like, 
it's a one way, right? And he's like, yeah, I mean, we didn't say anything. I'm pretty sure it's a one way. But for me, that was <laughs> yeah. my mindset. I was like, okay, as long as it is, I don't care what the number is. Like, if I can just play games, I know that yeah. uh, I can assert myself and and show people that I can play. But it was a lockout shortened season, so it was only you know 30 some odd games. So I still feel like I had something to prove. And then probably about halfway through my second year, um, you know, that's when. And I think for anyone, the the moment that you go out onto the ice and you realize that you're not worried about coming out of the lineup the next night. That's the moment that I think you've made it. And, and I was probably halfway through my second season when I realized that, you know what, I'm, I'm an everyday guy. I'm, I don't need to worry about those things. I can try to build my game. And I, I think that was the time that I realized um, no one's going to take it away from me easily. Meanwhile, Andrew Walker and I were working our asses off back here to try and get you to Calgary. Free age. Now he re-signs with the Islanders. Like, Jesus Christ. You know, yeah, you know what? I, I relied on walks for a lot of uh, free golf in the summer, so he still did his part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's good for some things. Yeah. Other things, not so much. Now, now, in, truly, because I know there was times where was it ever close to maybe coming home? Because I, it, it makes sense that you stay with the Islanders. They gave you that shot. Things were working. Like you said, you kind of made a home out there. Was there ever a point where you were maybe close to coming to Calgary? Sort of. Um, but, you know, I don't want to go too far down that road because the, the main thing, like with the times that I went into free agency, the, uh, and, and it was really one big time. Um, and you get to talk to teams. And, yeah, I talked to, uh, talked to a bunch, and the Flames were one of them. But my priority was to stay here um, just with – putting roots down and you know all my best friends through playing you want to stay with those guys and the organization that took a chance on you and um you know we had we had new management uh new ownership come in so i wasn't sure if i was gonna be in the fold so i was thinking about those things but uh when the opportunity presented itself to stay here that was easy for me and i i didn't really go down the path too far with anything else because i knew that knew that i wanted to wanted to stay in the in the first place that uh that gave me a chance yeah i know and we were looking really for just like a small percentage too like even half a percent one percent kind of thing <laughs> what could have been yeah, yeah what could have been now what was cool too though and i mean obviously you get to, to new york and then you're in the old building and you get into the playoffs for the first oh, time yeah. for so long those islander fans they had not seen the playoffs they hadn't tasted it that old barn was rocking overtime games walk us through some of those uh crazy memories because i i think we all kind of remember when the islanders finally got back in yeah it's it's special and i mean i'll, I'll just pause before that like growing up in calgary i, I love going to flames games because there's a certain atmosphere there's um there's a way that people watch the game and there's a certain feeling when you go into the saddle dome. Um, and that's, you know, one of the best feelings I would say. And I, I had one of my best buddies, he's now living in Montreal, but he's a guy from Calgary and he came to an Islanders game last year and uh, Islanders won, they played well. And he said to me after the game, he's like, geez, I've never been part of an experience like that. It was almost like a different sporting event, um, knowledgeable people, really good hockey fans, but a different, type of passion that they have in a different way of watching the game and cheering. And he was blown away. I, I think people don't really understand when, when things get going good here, how crazy and mean that in a good way, crazy. We say, you know what fans are. we say that and I, at the risk of rubbing people the wrong way here. Yeah. But it's there. It's the fans is a derivative of fanatic. It's just, it's a different level. You go to that one trip. And I remember it just so, go to Madison square garden, then to Jersey, then to Philadelphia, those fans are just on another level. 
yeah, to your it's, point. It's just, it's different. We're it's just, a it's a different way. There's like, you know, the back, but those playoff games you were talking about, like that first year I was living um, at the hotel, which was right next to yeah. Nassau Coliseum. And I remember it was, it was a playoff game day. And I think we had an afternoon start, like maybe, maybe three or four or something like that. And I was, I was sleeping all of a sudden it was eight o'clock and the music was going on. It's like, I couldn't understand it. I opened it up and people were tailgating. Like that's, <laughs> that's a big part of the culture. At least it was not really at the new rink now. Um, but that, that Nassau Coliseum, like special places. And, and, you know, I know Rhett played there. I think some of the, some of the, like, it, it wasn't up to date. It, everything that, um, most people would say bad about it. Uh, I, I think when it, it's your home, you find those things endearing and, and you love them. Just people on top of you. It didn't seat a ton of people, but it got so loud. And I remember before we came out under the ice before game one, uh, sorry, it would have been game three. Uh, the place was shaking. Like in, we were sitting in that dressing room, small dressing room, and the place was shaking and you could just hear the chanting and you could feel the vibrations uh, an unbelievable feeling. And the fans were, Fans were ready to go on it. And honestly, the, the best teams that we've had uh, in New York when I were here, one of the biggest factors or reasons why was that advantage that you get playing in New York. Cause you know, you throw Clutterbuck, Zekas, Martin out and let those guys loose at the start of a game. Like you not only have them going, but you've got 16,000 people that are also going crazy and it adds a different element to the game. How far were you then when you're living in Long Island to the Barclays Center? Because I think if if we remember, you had the Nassau Coliseum, Brooklyn, but you're yeah. also playing in Brooklyn, which in theory sounds, hey, it's a nice new rink, but not ideal for you guys. It wasn't ideal. And we uh, there was a lot of workarounds trying to make that home and for it to feel right. But, you know, another part of it, too, like our fans here, you know, Brooklyn's not Long Island and yeah. they we're very well aware of that and very proud people and never just quite had the draw. It's difficult for us as players to get out there for games. Like I would take the train, um, you know, walk to the train, take the train, and then you take a car service home. But you know, you're looking at, it was feeling like road games pretty much, or sometimes we'd go in in the morning and, and get day hotel rooms. But you know, that, that turns into like a 14, 15 hour day by the time you leave your house and getting back home. So yeah. it was never really a fit. And uh, personally, like I played some of my best hockey at Barclays Center, but it wasn't traditionally a good hockey fit just with the way the arena was situated. It wasn't made for hockey. The ice wasn't very good. Mm -hmm. um, and, and then we eventually went back to the Coliseum and that was yeah. like, you know, everyone couldn't believe how happy they were to get back there. Now the beautiful new rink, you know, for anyone that hasn't been to New York and, uh, or hasn't seen a game there. It's it's high end, and I know with the new building coming in Calgary, there's a lot to look forward to. They're they're probably taking a good look at UBS Arena because facility wise, um, you know how fan friendly it is. It, it's a it's a beautiful setup. There was thousands of seats that you could only see one net in at that uh, rink in. Brooklyn. Yeah, I think that you'd have no seats good. where you'd be you'd be like I'd be looking at you guys, but like my seat faces towards you, but the plays <laughs> over here. Yeah. It just it was never a great fit, and they had the big curtain down at one end, uh, which I had in junior in uh, in Seattle, so I was sort of used to that, but not not a great look. So we will see. I guess just for you're in New York, you're not for your job. You're not traveling with the team, or you um, travel sometimes, or how's that we, working? We mostly travel this uh, this road trip out to Western Canada. Unfortunately, I was looking forward to getting back home, yeah. uh, spending some extra time in Calgary. We're not on this trip. Uh, last night was a 
uh, national TNT broadcast. Right. So we didn't do it, but uh, no. So it's late nights. We've got Seattle tonight and broadcast starts at 10. So it'll be uh, it'll be a late one. And we do that from the studio in Manhattan, but generally uh, when the team's traveling, we'll, we'll follow them around wherever it is. Um, you know, and we, we go broadcast on site. At the risk of sounding like, uh, you know, a guy that is watching one team more than the others. Uh, are, are you comfortable saying Sorokin's the best goalie in the league or is there a group that you put to, with them? Uh, I I've been beating that drum for a couple of years now. I do think he is, <laughs> but at the same time, I don't think that he's played up to that level this year. Um, so, you know, if you, if you were to give me a guy for one game, next month i'll take Ilya. uh i will all day uh the team's really struggled and he hasn't got the results but like last year he was sensational and until you watch him enough you see him play against every other goaltender and there are occasional nights where you got guys in the islanders like looking up to the rafters um can't believe a save that another goaltender made it happens every single night and without him you know, it, they wouldn't have been a playoff team last year. Not even, not even close. He's that valuable. He's far and away their best player. And if they want to get back to winning ways, like he's going to have to steal some games to get them to settle in. And so far, I mean, there's been nights when he's given up four uh, too many times this year, but I've never seen someone look so good giving up four goals in a game. It's incredible. Can that be an issue? Like Kipper was here for years and he covered up a lot of warts and you Mm -hmm. always felt like you had a chance to win because your goaltending was so good are the islanders good or is the goaltender good they rely on their goaltenders heavily and i don't think it was as much as the flames relied on kiprasov if if that you know that answers your question they they count on him a bunch and at the end of the day i mean i guess you are what you are as a group um, when you add all those pieces together and that's what team you are. Um, but if you look at their metrics over the last couple of seasons, um, a lot of people would say, look, that's not sustainable because can you always count on your goalie being the best p- player on the ice? Um, with him, they've been able to do that. But sustainability wise, like I, it, it's not sustainable. No. So and they know that. And that's something that the, this team talks about that. Um, we can't count on this guy like this. It's not fair that those expectations, um, they're, they're reality. Um, but the expectation that we can continue to do it, eventually that runs out. So there's been a, a real focus on trying to make sure that they play better hockey in front of them and don't give up so many high danger, high quality chances because uh, inevitably he's not going to be at his best some games. And when he's not, this, this team doesn't win. I just look at this roster and in, in some ways it feels like they've been together for so long. I like, I can't believe that Cal Clutterbuck is still playing hockey with how hard he plays. Some teams really struggle to find leadership, but I just kind of look up and down this roster between you've got Clutterbuck and Anders Lee and Matt Martin and Brock Nelson and Pajo and on the blue line guys like, I mean, I'm I'm a I'm a Pulak guy being from Manitoba. There's a lot of leadership in there, but are they are they an old team? Uh, are you know? Is there try to you always try to find that mix between youth and veterans and all that? Are they are they on the back nine? Where is this they're, team in terms of its trajectory? They're an old team, yeah. uh, no question. Like all those guys you mentioned, um, the reality is you get to a certain age and um, you know you you maintain what you have uh, and you probably don't get better. 
there's guys like Brock Nelson that into his thirties has been better every single season. Um, that's usually not the rule. That's an exception. Uh, there's guys like him, but the other guys, the guys that you mentioned that have been around for a long time, um, you know, the way you construct this roster is you're depending on those guys to, to keep that level of play and to not slow down. Um, and when you look at the group as a whole, it's an older group. And the big thing that they've relied on, um, counted on and have got, uh, you've got a guy, Noah Dobson, who's, I think he's only 23 years old now. Uh, he's looking like a true first pair defenseman. He's taken the step this year that, um, that they needed him to, because you mentioned everyone else's um, good veterans leadership. They've been around, you know what they bring, but you're going to need people to compliment them. Noah Dobson's one guy that, uh, he, he just looks incredible this season, extremely poised, confident. He's leading the team in points. Um, and yeah, a young Simon Holmstrom, this kid, you know, you probably haven't heard much about him. It looks like he's turning into a player. And I think that that's what this organization is depending on with the way the roster is constructed, that your young players need to bring your speed and quickness and skill uh, if, if you're going to win. And then the other side of that, um, you're really counting on guys like Horvat and Matt Barzell to really build on this chemistry they found since he got traded last year. And although they're veterans, although they played a bunch of games, they're on the right side of 30 and you expect them to be better than they were last year and continue to improve, but definitely relying on, on some of these guys that have been here for a long time to maintain the, the level of predictability that they've had in their games for years. Um, but on paper, uh, absolutely. If you add up all the ages, they're one of the oldest teams in the league. Has your arm healed? Eric Bolton's daughter apparently beat you up or something. Like that. <laughs> Are you okay? Bolts, yeah. This? You know what? I, I, she could probably beat me up again. Yeah, no, I'm still scared. I'm scared to say it's healed because uh, she might smack me again. It's funny. I ran into uh, to Eric Bolton, longtime teammate. I saw him in. Uh, in Buffalo I can always give him a hard time, but uh, yeah, any Bolton, I don't want to get in the way of their punches. Uh, I don't pretend to be too tough, especially not around them. You see those, his two boys are in London now beating everybody up. It's yeah. I saw, a I saw a fight actually of one of his kids just going toe to toe. And he, I think Bolt said one of them's, one of them's definitely tougher than the other one. Or I think it was the one that he said wasn't as tough was the one going punch for punch with, <laughs> yeah. with some, with yeah. some other kids. Yeah. Just, just throttling somebody. Oh, and he—that's not the tough one. Okay, good to know. Exactly. Good to know. Yeah. Scary. Yeah. Good talking to you, man. Haven't seen you in a long time. Be, uh, I was thinking maybe you'd be out, but uh, understood. And just so you know, uh, Zach Boychuk is in the chat. He says, uh, "Captain no Canada, My Captain boy. Canada." There ZB. he is, Thomas Hickey. So. Yeah, I, I, I there it is. Boys. We uh, used to live together. A lot of fun memories, uh, memories in Calgary, and he's still, still going strong. Yeah, Final one for you. yeah, he's doing something. Yeah. Last one for you. Our boy, uh, you, now you've played on some good teams, obviously, long run with the Islanders, a couple world junior golds, but what about your boy Mandeep with the Royals? He's a partner of ours, BK Beaufort Liquor. Give us a good Mandeep story if you can. Oh, Mandeep's great. I mean, he he loves hockey so much, and uh, obviously that's, you know, how we met, how we bonded, and he reached out to have me on today, and I'm, I'm glad I could. Uh, this guy just, he, he's so passionate about Calgary sports that we give him a tough time all the time. Like he, he wears it, he lives it, he loves it. Uh, you know, I guess my best thing, like doing this job, uh, you always want to prepare for the other team. Uh, it's Islander centric when I'm, um, 
doing broadcasts and my analysis, but you need to know about other teams. And, you know, I make sure that I'm caught up. I talk to a bunch of people um, in other organizations and obviously do it with my own eyes to, to get a feel. But I was like, Hey, Mandy, just, just give me a little scoop on the flames. Uh, like just what are you seeing? Because mm-hmm. I'm going to an NHL network and we're going to be talking flames. I've got my take. Like, and he's like, sounds good, man. Uh, what's your, what's your email? Get me yeah. an email. He's got me a breakdown of every guy, it. every yeah. player in the team and, <laughs> and tune yeah. me into the pulse. So I, I love it. He's dialed in. You're it. a good man. Really happy for you. That's cool. I mean, I'm just going into Manhattan to do the game tonight. That's very cool. Happy to see you're doing well. Good to see you again. Take care, pal. We'll do this again soon. All right. We got you. You got it, guys. You Take on. care. Keep up very the cool. good work. And uh, hopefully things turn around for the Flames here for you guys. Yeah, we'll see. Whatever. I'm pulling for you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, man. Except not on Saturday, though. Yeah, All just right. not Saturday. Oh. Gotcha. There you go. There he is. Thomas Hickey, Calgary kid. Good guy. And doing great, uh, obviously, there. Yeah, I guess if... If there's a broadcasting job, MSG Network, uh, yeah, you uh, you change your plans for stuff like that. I could go right, to Europe. Right, you were taking oh, a if there's a morning show in Calgary, it's, yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't want to move on with life. Why wouldn't you settle into a uh, lucrative situation like that? Much the same thing. Yeah. So similar. You Manhattan. I can relate. Yeah, we can all relate. <laughs> City TV building, Manhattan. Yeah, it's much the same thing. Wasn't the city TV? <laughs> yeah, that's right. At the time, it wasn't even that. Christ. Ah, oh, he's a good guy. Happy to talk to him. Uh, we'll do some Pinder report here in a minute or two. We got Askred coming up here on the show today. Uh, now that's we're talking Islanders. That'll be Saturday, Vancouver tonight. Five PM start Saturday. By the way, Dion, it's the unusual uh, early game on Hockey Night. Very nice. Very nice. Islanders. Don't know what to think about the Islanders because I'm yeah, with you, you, Rhett. Yeah, you do. They have good goaltending. And I think, now again, it's glad. I just don't know if there's a whole lot to get your heart racing about the New York Islanders. No, right they got to win 3 2, right? Like, it's, we know what they are. There's no surprise here. They got a yeah. great goaltender and they have to be great defensively. And it's going to be scoring by committee in a very veteran group. They don't have a lot of good young players. Was like Wallstrom and Dobson. Dobson, by the way, you mentioned that's the Calgary pick that went out for uh, Travis Hamonic. Shoot me in the face. Um, he's going to be like a good fifteen-year pro. Oof. I'm looking Back for time. the uh, <laughs> for the tweet. I don't know for people that follow along with with Paul Bisson at Biz Nasty and and Spitting Chicklets. It has been a uh, it's been a long-standing feud between Biz. And the Islanders, he says, the Islanders stink. The Islanders are boring. They're no friggin' good. And then the Islander fans get on him. Mm-hmm. And he had a tweet, <laughs> something about they still stink. They're no good. Can't grow facial hair. Get the hell out of here. Something like that. Because Lou doesn't let them have facial <laughs> yeah, hair still. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. can't have long hair and you can't grow a beard. Oh, Lou. I mean. There, it's going to be a rough here soon. Like the goalie's saving them, but that's an old roster. Everyone's got term. Everyone's got money. When when remember when Lou announced that? Oh, we got Horvat done. Well, what are the terms, Lou? Uh, it's too much money for too long. Yeah, like he knows. And and they they shipped out. Well, he shipped out a bunch of picks there for a while. Remember, yes. Pajot came in from Ottawa, First. and he just kind of kept buying guys, and. Didn't sell high on Devin Taves. That was a theft that Colorado got him out of there for the rate they did. Another first for Horvat. Like it's yeah, 
they just haven't had a lot of high picks. And so what you're left with is a very, very veteran group. Now they're good guys, but you don't need nine of them. Like there's a lot of forwards I put in the same box there. Like the Nelson Lee, like those sort of like, they'll get you 20 to 30, Isn't but Matt they're all Martin mid 30s. Still having a go at it. It's crazy. That, like that, that four group feels like it's been the same for a decade. Like I said, clutter, the Clutterbuck and Matt Martin and those guys are still going. Zizekas. It's amazing. Yeah. I, I mean, credit to them, I guess, but at the side, I don't know how many teams they would still be on. It's, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Well, see him Saturday. Yeah. We'll see you Saturday. See you next Saturday. So, uh, a name came up in that little conversation that we had, <laughs> which uh, leads me into our McLeod Law today, this day in Flames history. ZP? Get ready for it. McLeod Law, personal injury, community. They do it all for you. Whatever the case is, they care about Calgary. They care about Calgarians. Their roots run deep and long. They're, they understand the people that live here and how to help and how things work. They're di diverse and varied, just like this city. Share a commitment to making a positive impact on our city. Our good friends over at McLeod Law can't say enough about them. If you do have, if you're in a spot where you need some legal assistance of any kind, there's only one place to go, and that's McLeod Law. Today is uh, the November 16th, I believe, the 16th of November. Let me take you back to 2003, oh, November 16th. Right. The Calgary, to town. the Calgary Flames ship a second round pick in the 05 entry draft to the San Jose Sharks for third string goaltender Mika Kiprasov. That's wild, by the way. A second rounder for a third stringer. Evgeny Nabokov. Well, and, and, and the thing was, right, Daryl had been there mm -hmm. not that long ago. And yep. was very familiar with what was going on. Evgeny Nabokov, Veza Toskala, and Mika Kiprasov. Now, all three NHL goaltenders to varying degrees. And they had Kipper third on their depth chart. And Sutz said, uh, what the hell? Well, And you know what? It's a second round pick for the third stringer. That, doesn't that just feel like, I don't give a shit. I just need, I need a goalie. Yeah, this is my guy. Uh, I'd, I'd like to give you a fourth. Uh, it needs to be a second. Okay, I'm not effing around. Here's give a second. Send Kipper. me the guy. Yeah. Right? Like that just I don't think it was Kipper that he wanted. No, he want? really. Those were always the rumors that were going really? around. It was like if you want a goalie, you get him. That's it. Well, that could be too. It was Toscala. Yeah. Because Nabokov was the starter. They weren't yeah, gonna right. give up on him. They a I'm, second I'm, rounder is insane because Kipper hadn't established himself as a stud at all, or he's not a third stringer. Like once he started in Calgary, it was clear this guy was elite. Uh he was buried. And he hadn't proven it. It was it was absolutely a gamble on Daryl's part. And that's kind of a look, uh, a window into Daryl because second round picks, he didn't care. No, every year. Every second. Well, hang on to the firsts. Go ahead. Take the second. I don't, whatever. <laughs> uh, one of the, even though it's a high pick and the pick worked out for San Jose, we'll tell you about yep. that in a moment, but it's one of the best trades in franchise history. Really, when you think about it, Both teams he uh, he came in and it was immediate. Right? You've told the stories all the time about how quickly, but there was no transition. I, if you're if you're a fan from that era, you'll remember watching him playing extremely well with a white mask on. Didn't have the new like didn't have new gear, had nothing, and it was already him making an impact in the net with <laughs> with his old with his old shit on um 
won 24 games and led the NHL with a 1.69 goals against in his first year. And then, of course, they go all the way to game seven. 1.69. 1.69. So dirty. It's just ridiculous. Right? Like the poor guy, if he had a couple more years on either end of his career, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Like it's not even close. The numbers he, he posted care. continually. I know he doesn't care, but fuck, like wild how good he was. <laughs> Won the Vesna in 06 for top goalie. 42 games, a 923 save percentage, a 2.07 huh. goals against. Didn't go to the ceremony? Isn't that the story, Rhett? Yeah. Yeah. Some, I'm not, yeah. Yeah, Where is it? Oh geez, like that? No, I can't. Uh, I can't do that. I'm now, crazy. don't speak English. Yeah. Well, that was the thing. He would always tell the other goal, just just tell him you don't speak English. You don't have to do interviews then. But <laughs> but they know I speak English. I played in Toronto. That's what he told Tosclo when he came in. Just tell him you don't speak English. I've been in the league for a decade. They know I speak English. Ah, fuck whatever. Yeah, uh, so the Sharks they used that second round pick to select Mark Edward Vlasic. Still playing. Who is still playing. Whatever it is, 18 oh, well, years later, yeah. still playing. Making Probably shouldn't be, but is, uh, but is still playing. But it was a hell of a deal for San Jose. It worked out great for them. They had the goaltenders. Now, I guess the question is, San Jose had very good teams, and Nabokov never got them over the hump. Mm -hmm. Would they, if they keep Kiprasov and Nabokov, or would it say Toskala goes, you do wonder is this a different story for San Jose if Kipper is there? Well, they go to the finals because we don't get to yeah. the finals. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's one more trip. Yeah. I think the most likely thing is you lose them on waivers because they had him third. It wasn't like this guy's better than those two. He was their third stringer. They would have they would have given if, this guy away on waivers. Just if, right? If, just, uh, just think about this. Honest to God, if they lose him on waivers, they may have won a Stanley Cup. Because he wouldn't have been in Calgary. Oh my God! And we beat Shit, them in, in the semifinals. That was the uh, the Beaver Clap uh, Montador joining the rush for the OT winner. Yeah, like, and, and I mean, it's a you can always play the well, what if, what if, what if. But I mean, yeah. seriously, if they just said no. Well, and it's it's not even just like you you said they couldn't get over the hump with Nabokov. I mean, that's kind of the stain that's on Thornton and Marlowe yeah. and that whole crew. Like it's 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 tough. Only one team wins, but and they, they made I, the playoffs sixteen out of seventeen years. That's mm -hmm. that's like almost like Red Wings twenty five years in a row never will be touched. But after this, that, oh, the it's only probably reason, that mean, run for the Sharks. Yeah, and, and yes, they got a second rounder, which is obviously huge. But I guarantee you, part of the reason, the only, the only re one of the only reasons they make that trade in division is because we're so shitty. Yeah, yeah. There's no. They're worry like, of they're not back running into these guys in the playoffs. Like, who cares? Yeah. yeah. And again, they they thought he was a third string goaltender. Otherwise, he wouldn't have been third string. Yeah. They might have liked him and be toolsy, but they didn't think this guy was going to win a Vesna. Kidding me? Well, now, yeah, clearly not. So yeah, if they if they don't have to play against him, number one, and what if he's in there net number two? Are, are you talking about because they were god they were very close they'd have series leads and then shit themselves and it just was they never close for a decade there man like you talk about oh four how about yeah. like not that long ago with carlson he's playing on one leg in the blues that that year i mean carlson's healthy they probably go to the final face boston they also <laughs> lost to pittsburgh in one of those pittsburgh cups recently like that's that was a decade of being right there i just remember watching and it wasn't even a kiprasov thing you never as as I don't know. I just, I didn't like San Jose. Uh, just didn't like them. It's like, you guys don't need to win. When with Nabokov and net, you always felt good. 
because this this guy's he, he's him. gonna let in a shit shit burger somewhere. He's just not gonna do. And sure, he just would. He'd never get them over the hump. Kipper, decent. Yeah. Became a Calgary Flame on this date back in 2003. 20 years ago. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to do the like math thing right now. What? Uh, well, Kipper's going to be back in town. Oh, I know. Mm -hmm. 107 days. Get your liver ready. Hang on. I got to go. <laughs> He's gone. You see him taking pictures of that interview? He finally stopped know, reading whatever he was reading, woke up and took a picture of us doing yeah, the show. I don't know what the heck he was doing. So there doing? you go. This day in Flames history, a big one for sure. Brought to you by McLeod Law. Peter Klein, he's your personal injury guy. Did you know he's also the go-to guy for disability insurance claims? Mm -hmm. Long-term disability insurance company, giving you the runaround, refusing to pay those insurance benefits to you. You contact Peter. He'll get you those benefits that you paid for and that you deserve. That peace of mind. That's what you get. That and more with McLeod Law. And you got Shane, you got Austin. I mean, you just go up and down, just walk through the office there. I mean, don't do roster that. there. Don't just walk in there and start walking around. But, uh, you know, the halls are filled with the best of the best. Lawyeries galore over at McLeod Law. What does LLP stand for? Limited Liability Partnership, I believe. Hmm. Okay. That's what you get at McLeod Law. McLeod-Law.com. Uh, the trip is coming up. I saw somebody in the uh, whee -hoo, the the old yes. uh, chatteroo oh, there. Book their spot for Phoenix. Well done. Don't there it is, Michael Papa Pop Pop's coming. Just booked the Flames Nation Phoenix trip yes. yesterday. Can't wait. Now just needs a bon tons to make it a perfect twenty four hours. You're not you're not wrong, Mike. You're not wrong. Be like Mike. Get on the barn burner vacation. Go to nationgear.ca. Book yourself in based on double occupancy, $14.99 per person. That is your flights. That is your hotels. That's your game tickets to see the Flames and the Coyotes. 11th to 13th. We've got an extra day in Phoenix. We're going to hang. Who knows what we're going to do? we got a Friday in Phoenix. Are you kidding me? Do. do whatever you want. Do real yeah. golf. You can do top golf. You can drink by the pool. Whatever you want. Phoenix in January. The world's your oyster and it's presented by alberta blue cross memorable moments that's what we're looking for that's what's we're, that's that's what it's all about memories my friends there's only one thing better than sharing memories and that's making new ones and that's where alberta blue cross comes in travel insurance helps protect those memories and more wherever travel takes you visit ab.bluecross.ca slash travel for more information alberta blue cross celebrating life's memorable moments inspired by hockey Look at this. Someone in the chat's asking why we're going to Arizona, not Vegas. Like, we're not doing one trip ever. Do you think that Vegas rink's going to stay there more than just this year, Dean? Do you think Do you think T-Mobile's going to hang around beyond this season? Well, you, this is always this has been your thing. You're very excited to get to the the Mullet Arena. The rink is incredible, and anyone that's gone is like, you have to go. Like, it's not going to last. You got to go before it's gone. You'll never ever ever in the rest of time going to be able to see an NHL regular season game in a 4,500 seat arena. Like, I don't think people really have grasped that, that it's basically like going to see the Flames if, if Max Bell was brand new. That's how close and, like, intimate the venue is. It's going to be insane. Insane. In the membrane. That's what it's going to be. Uh, yeah. Like well, a rapper. Me? Hmm? Yeah. Surf fats a lot. Um, 
we'll get to Vegas probably next year. Sure. Or like I mean, we can or do Vegas. Friday. It's not going anywhere. Yeah, or Friday. I like you know. I think not that's this the Friday. The Friday. I still think that's the move. Isn't F one this weekend? This be a good Friday to go to oh, Vegas. F one's yeah. F one Saturday. Keep his chips apparently. They uh, they got greedy and now there's the price all kinds bottomed of right out. Available, yeah, yeah, bottomed right out. out the market. Hmm. Uh, let's do the Pinder report. It's a presentation of Village oh, Honda. We've been telling you about it till the end of the month. Village Honda has their veterans food drive on the go. Invite you to stop by the dealership with non-perishable food items. Drop it into the Honda Ridge line parked in the showroom, and at month's end, they will take all the food collected over to the Veterans Food Bank of Calgary, making a difference. Good people at Village Honda. They are your dealership for life. Northwest Auto Mall, and proud presenters, I assume, of the Pinder Report. Hmm. Quite an assumption. Let's start with uh, the continued foaming over the Vancouver Canucks. Um, it's been quite a start, and we all know and have Canucks fans in our lives. Uh, go see a doctor if it lasts over four hours. Let's start with the lines for the Canucks here. Uh, they've split up some of the talent here nicely. Kuzmenko, the newcomer up top with Peterson and Mikheyev. JT Miller and Brock Besser together. That's worked brilliantly. And uh, they got some wingers, man. Beauvillier as well as Garland. Those are high salary guys. Hoglander, highly hyped young guy. This is uh, this group's playing well right now. Let's look at the D. This is with Carson Soucy out with injury. Kyle Myers still on the third pair. Remember last year's first pair? Where do you think he's going to play better? And the third pair. It's good. Quinn Hughes having a monster year. Uh, I was looking at Betway this morning, Dino. Plus. Uh, like go get them on the Norris, go get talking on the Adams, go get Demko on the Vezina. Like yeah. these guys are just flying right now. And uh, why not? Let's, let's see last night. They were down late against the Islanders, but don't worry. Like it's the Canucks this year. We're going to lose. Oh, there it is. Yep. Mm -hmm. Quick. Yeah, let's see. Let's get that again. This is the slow-mo here. Quinn Hughes is just on another Hughes. level this year. What Wango. At one point, it was recorded at 107 miles an hour, but the official numbers look like uh, closer to 101. Either way, uh, wow. Wow, indeed. And Hironic, again, That's that was them trading Bo Horvat. No, he wasn't on Long Island, but they got the first from the Islanders. They went and flipped that to Detroit to bring in Hironic, and he's been uh, quite good there. Just little selling and buying at the same time. Okay, interesting. Officially came in at 100.4. That is straight ally of Frady Al McKinnis velocity at the point there. That Velocity. would tie it, and it was a Quinn Hughes breakaway OT winner. Don't know how the defenseman gets that clean on a breakaway in three-on-three, three, but he did, and no one's missing right now. They must be shooting 25%. Goalies have been great. Enough of the Canuck love. Enough. Good Oh, it's God. entirely unsustainable, Rhett. Don't worry about it. No, oh, you don't have to tonight. jump on board with it. Like It's like you're the biggest fan. We're talking about how good they've been. You are foaming. You're talking about the foaming. Now, you mentioned. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Carson Susie. Yeah. This has kicked up the uh, trade conversations with Calgary Flames regarding Chris Tanev and or Nikita Zadorov. Oh, what's wrong with Hannafin? Come on, guys. Let's go. Do it. We'll sell any blue liner. Uh, I, I would think absolutely the Canucks are in the market. Let's th- can you throw the D back up there again, Jack? Like th- I, I like the way things are balanced here, but you you add a Zadorov and a Susi in here, and now it's like, oh yeah, okay. This isn't just a we're on a heater team. This is a good blue line if you do that. And we can bring Myers back home. Yeah, you bring him home. You got twin towers if you put Zadorov with Myers there. Jesus Christ. <laughs> 13 feet of defenseman. They could go. Touch the boards on one side with their stick and reach out and touch the other Shit, with the yeah. other guy. And they're both good skaters. Now, of course, that would be you'd be taking salary back to make things work. I got some winners. The, the asset, the, the tantalizing asset to make the deal, who knows what it would be? Would it be a young player? Would it be a process? Would it be a pick? Like that's get a pick. Let's go. You take some money back. That could be Bovillier. That could be Garland, who seemingly has been on the block since he arrived from Arizona in that uh, ill-fated swap with Oliver Ekman Larson. Uh they're good right now. Here's your scoring leaders in the NHL. Apparently this is a, a thing you talked about Dean, but oh just a three-way tie of Canucks. Huh. Must be nice. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. And then uh here's your west standings, not to the overall, just the west. Or uh, that hot start from the Golden Knights now being matched by the Canucks, who are dogs tonight, fellas. Dogs. They don't play yeah, well in I, I, In terms of, for, don't know what, they are underdogs as, as far as a betting line is concerned for the Calgary game, which maybe Vegas knows what the hell they're doing because from the outskirts of town here, uh, how, I guess, would be my question. Yes, there's travel and two games because they obviously played last night, but, hmm. 
All right. See you in the Betway bets. Maybe it's because the Flames are wearing their blasties tonight, Dean. Maybe Ooh. that's why Vegas is so bold. Dylan Dubé, anytime goal. Uh, we'll talk about it later. Don't think that's going to slide through my fingers, Fred. Uh, last one for you. Here's a look at the real standings for the Flames fans this year. Uh, the Oilers are starting to move north. That is, uh, or I guess, south here in this instance. But I don't like this group here. Wild got to get it going. Johnny, what are you doing? Like, come on now. Uh, Have you seen what's going on with him in Columbus? Well, as you were talking about it a couple days ago. He's getting benched. Jeez. Well, he got benched in that game. There's no, uh, like, Branson has the same or more points than he does. Oof. It's not that whole point Johnny. per game for his career taking a ding since he got to CBJ. Come here, Johnny. Johnny, come, come home. We need come a back. desperate check linen to make a deal. Let's go. Is it well, he's on those last legs anyway after that whole. Well, that's what I mean. This is when GMs thing. get crazy. Hmm. Okay. Uh, unfortunate timing for this clip to hop up on the internet, but I'm sure it isn't unfortunate at all. It's planned. Uh, the NHL sent four teams to Sweden. There's a game at noon today, believe it or not. It's the Wings, the Senators, the Leafs, and the Wild all in Stockholm over the next few days. So get ready for some afternoon hockey, Rhett. And William Nylander has been on a tear all year as a UFA on a team that likes to pay forwards 11 to $13 million. Uh, so old Willie Styles probably feeling good in his homeland, despite being born here, of course, native Calgarian. Um, Here's a young William Nylander being talked about by icon Don Cherry. This one didn't age so well. They drafted none. So what did we say? Who did they pick? They picked a little guy. We won't say who it is. They sent him back to Sweden to save his life. They pass on a guy, Nick Ritchie, who's <laughs> six foot three, 230 pounds, 100 minutes of penalties. And what do we do here in Toronto? No guy from that is a star will ever come here. Nobody will have come here to Toronto. Why would you? For various reasons I won't go into. Could Nylander turn out to be, let's say, Kopitar? Listen, LA's got at least that. Listen, you know. the big thing that they're talking about, yeah, Kopitar six foot two. Everybody asks me why the Leafs are they where they are right now. The only impact they've guys they've ever drafted is Wendell Clark in the last 18 years. And I'm a guy, and I'm saying it. I'm not anymore. I don't care. That's the way it is, and that's the way it is for why, me. That's good. Why don't you uh, show your eerie otters? I got time. So Don, uh, Don was begging for Nick Ritchie, which isn't surprising. That would fit the Don prototype. And Nick was a highly touted guy in the first round, but they went with that little puke Nylander who's on the brink of a massive payday, fellas. Huge year for. Is he still on that point streak? Is he still? I believe he is. Or has he? Because there's about nine to 20 goals a game with the Leafs. They're going into both ends all season. I, uh, Where's Nick? Does anyone know where Nick is? He got I can't believe the GM game. hasn't paid him in Toronto. That's some shoddy work out there. I'm sure it's a reasonable ask. The Nealanders are for nothing. Notoriously easy to deal with. Gonna walk. Hannafin, Sidorov, Tanev, Markstrom. Nealanders gonna come in here and say, "You're paying that guy ten and a half. I need 15. <laughs> I'm way yeah. better than him, and he's not wrong. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Let's move along. Someone on the internet has too much time. And it's a little mean, but we're just right on the heels of Don Cherry taking a stray. So, uh, well, I, see, I don't you, like you this. Lose your job, you're on a budget. What a budget I feel like it's a shot. It's a two banger. Choice. It's got to be with you, two banger. You don't have to wear a suit to Costco. I know you're no. looking for your next job. Jim. But you can see how the belt's hanging there. That if he's having a two banger, that's not his first two banger. Yeah. 
That's a, still a value buy. What did that uh, CEO say when someone threatened to take away the, the hot dog? Oh, yeah. He said, over my dead body. You're you going to raise the price of the, the hot dog at Costco? <laughs> Go F yourself. Oh, boy. He'll get a job. He's a, he's a good coach. That's uh, that's the biz, right? You get hired, you get fired, right? Isn't that how it works for coaches? I don't know. I can't get hired. Yeah, there is that, too. God, he'd love to be off this podcast, wouldn't he, Dean? Wouldn't we all? Christ almighty. Today or just Come on, Jim Bolt. Whenever. Uh, NFL, let's go there. Great Thursday nighter on top, fellas. Uh, not often do we have great Thursday nighters. And look, maybe it'll be a shitty game, but it doesn't get much better than a divisional rivalry, both teams vying to, uh, you know, be tough. So we talked about it, Cincinnati, Baltimore. And here's the thing, if you haven't been paying attention, primetime games, Thursdays, Sundays, and Mondays, just hammering unders like hammering 25 and seven the under in primetime games that's thursdays sundays and mondays tonight's a thursday we'll revisit this in the betway bets of the day but 78 percent against the spread is like cheating that's insane under under i hate unders though i know and that's probably why they're good bets because the public likes overs it's fun to cheer for points yeah you didn't like that well i mean whatever i don't think that the fans like the bet overs has anything to do with Vegas setting lines, does it? Yeah, they're bouncing money. So if you get lots of people betting overs, that pulls it up. Anyway, uh, here's an album for you. Now, who is the, was it William Hung, or who is the guy that did the Christmas Carol album? It's America Guns Talent. Uh, I don't no. remember. No. Uh, he was, uh, is that She Bangs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, we got a better Christmas album coming out. More famous. Got cars, biggest bars, they got rivers of gold. Put the windows right through you, no place for the old. When you first took my hand on a cold Christmas Eve, you promised me Broad Street was waiting for me. That's Travis Swift right there. How about that? Yeah. This is the yeah. second Christmas album that, because uh, the Eagles, if you watch the Kelsey documentary, yeah. whatever it was, two years ago or last year, they did a Christmas album. Did so well, they're doing another one. And I saw that Bros. <laughs> it's like top 10 on uh, Spotify or something. People love it. Well, what are we Whatever doing? those Kelsey brothers touch, Rhett. I've always said we should be doing something. Come on. What are we doing? You want to sing, Rhett? You love doing Christmas carols. I'd do a calendar if you guys want to do a calendar. I've always said we should have done a calendar. Christ, that's horrifying. Use your wedding photo. Wedding I still baby? get flack over that like on a pretty regular basis. Well, uh, it was as, and like, yeah, no nope. shit. Oh, as you should. Said, two or three of these things. Yeah, my wife thinks it's a good idea. And I'm like, babe, I'm going to get made fun of for like 20 to 30 years. And she's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, trust me, I am. And she's like, I don't care. We're doing it. And it's like, the warden. Well, I'm sure you it. enjoy you, you. You guys get to enjoy it at home and stare at them. And I think she has something on her bedside table. I don't even look yeah, that way. It's very Gross. inspiring and heartwarming. No, they got the other, that boudoir stuff. That's the stuff that's hanging on the walls. Do we have boudoir stuff? Jack's personal vendetta against the divisional rivals and Deshaun Watson and the Browns continues as he dug this gem up for us in the last 24 hours. It's a nonstop flow of, of hate for Deshaun Watson, who, to be fair, has earned his fair share. Uh, he's made a lot of money since arriving in Cleveland. 90 million bucks, 16 touchdown passes. That's Jimbo Fisher. That's there that's Jimbo money. And he's uh, he's also getting paid to not show up to work. At least he's got a good excuse. Unlike Jimbo, he's hurt. 
a broken shoulder. Ouch. Mm. Uh, do we figure out who you're cheering for tonight, Cincinnati, Baltimore? Let's go to the Jack Cam. What do we? Uh, you're back and forth on this. Still conflicted. Because yesterday you said you need Cincinnati to win because Baltimore is in first, and that would allow Pittsburgh a chance to get to first. But now you're what? What's the conflicted about? Well, I can't decide. Like, can the Steelers actually win the division? No. No. Okay, so then we need the Bengals to lose because the Bengals are five and four. Yep. Kind of in that wild card spot. Yep. Lose tonight, they're five and five. They're way behind. Bengals and Bills could be five and five, Red. Who'd you rather be? Oof, uh, Bengals. Yeah, they started on three, and the guy had a bad ankle. You'd rather be the Bengals. Uh, Major League Baseball, the worst kept secret. Was it even a secret? The worst rumor in baseball has finally been confirmed. The Oakland Athletics and their shitty, shitty, shitty owner are moving to Las Vegas. Uh, overwhelmingly approved, unanimous vote from ownership in the majors. 55 years in Oakland will be coming to an end. Now, the awkward party here, their lease is up at the end of 2024, and it doesn't sound like they'll be ready to go to Vegas until like 2028. There's talk of them playing in the Giants Stadium. There's talk of them playing in AAA facilities in uh, Cactus League outside of Phoenix. Like hey. this is going to get ugly. Remember when the Expos went to what, like Puerto Rico to play some games? If this will be Yotes, much worse than that. If the Yotes can do it, then these guys. I was going to say there's nothing but spring training facilities out there. Oof. Pull it off. I guess the year. Blue Jays did play in Dunedin for that uh, COVID year because they couldn't cross the border. They've they did. Dunedin, then Buffalo AAA, and then finally got into the Rogers Center second half of the year. But we're talking about like potentially seasons. So is that official being... official? So that's like, that's the final. Cause there's been, it's gone back and forth and there's. Well, if you've got approval and you're the owner of that. If the owners approve it. Well, I know the, I, I just, is it league approval of the cities? Like, is it all? Cause it's just everything you read about it was, we know the owner wants out and we know Vegas wants a team, but is the league going to do it? And is Oakland going to be able to dig their heels in a little bit. I feel that's shitty for those fans. You know, it's really shitty. And it's most of the owner's issue. And the, and the city came forth with some new ballpark ideas and they tied it to some other projects they wanted done. The owner's just like, no, nah, I don't want anything to do with a new, new facility here. Like I could be in Vegas. I have no interest in being here. There's possums in the press box. It's a fucking nightmare. Shitty owner. I wonder, could you play in, in Phoenix? Cause if you're playing games in July, August, it's so friggin' hot. You can't play outside. Sure. In Vegas. Yeah. The, and the thing with the Vegas one, when I saw some of the suggestions for the ballpark, they weren't going to have a roof on it. You're like, are you fucking nuts? Like, it's going to be 50 degrees July, August in, in Vegas. Dry heat. Like, it's a dry heat. It, it's a dry right. heat, but oh, who dry, the hell right. wants – would you rather be at an air-conditioned uh, – You know what isn't dry? Is your rat? hoop. Yeah. <laughs> or the pool at the at the hotel that you're paying for. Just swass. You better wear black uniforms or something to hide the swass. That. Just like the Bills effing it up, they got to have that roof that goes into the score clock. Oh, man. Uh, the Bills, yeah. Like, you're you're a bad weather market, and you want to throw the ball for a living? What are you doing, Bills? You Come on. on. Got to run the ball. The Bills, now. dude. This has not been a good stretch for the Bills. Yeah, they're taking it here. Uh, finally, we get uh, the fallout on that uh, Draymond Green. Uh, remember, he's trying to do the MMA takedown there. What was that? That three-point choke out? What do they call it? Oh. You said he missed that arm bar across the top of the forehead. Well, yeah, there, he didn't. He didn't. I mean, it, he, he had the. Him. It was under the chin, but he didn't have anything on the top. He didn't have the arm hooked for a rear naked or anything. It's. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's shoddy work. Yeah, and he was. It was. There's a lot going on. He got in there quick, but just couldn't finish him off. Five games. Hmm. See, if he sinks it in, they probably give him three. 
but the technique was so bush. Floppy. Yeah. Yeah. He needs more time to work on it. Yeah, he does. Yeah, well, he's got some time now. That's that's going to work for him. Last couple for you. Uh, so, you right, you're a big uh, risk taker, thrill seeker, adventure maker. Uh, this Cooper is someone somewhere swinging off a bridge, like some sort of a, uh, not quite a bungee jump, I've but a huge off swing. A bridge. This is you, bro. <laughs> now, this is getting awfully close to the... Uh... Oh! Jesus. Ah. Oh. Not the corpse. That is a corpse. Is that Papa? Some kids are on that is no mm-hmm. good. What's he doing? What do you do? Like, look, there's this is not safe. This is not Boom. sanctioned. Oh, that's your oh, head. right on the coconut. And he's out cold. Look at the arms. Oh, he is, yeah. That is a corpse. Good night, sweet prince. Yeah. Sweet dreams. Oof. I Last one for you. I jumped, I jumped off the bridge in Saskatoon too, Pinder. The uh Tell Broadway. us about it. Broadway Bridge. Really? Yeah. How high is that? I don't know. It's a bridge. Well, yeah, no, it's a bridge. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You've been so you're saying the Broadway Bridge is a bridge? Yeah. Okay. It's asking. Mm-hmm. City bridges. Do people do that, or were you really hammered? Uh, I was a kid. Gone? It was a high school cool thing to do for so. And I mean, I do cool things in high school. Yeah, you were when you were going. Hmm. Cool kid. It's like a country song. I've also jumped off a bridge in Africa, but I was attached to a bungee cord. That would have been a little higher, I'm guessing, than really the Broadway Bridge. Now, was it worth it? Jumping which, off which the, doing a bungee. I hated it. Yeah. The shoveler. I, <laughs> I just, the shoveler was pushing to do this. I've never heard anyone who's gone bungee jumping who was like, I can't wait to do that again. It was so much fun. I you so an enjoyed adrenaline it. rush and you it was a bit of a, yeah, you kind of that. But when you're standing there and they're talking to you, and I think I've said this, they do a really good job. They talk to you, so yeah. you're not thinking about it. And then they say jump, and you're like, what? Yeah. Oh yeah. What's your favorite meal? That's great. Oh, I love gravy too. Jump. What? Ah! <laughs> whenever Tell the event. Yeah. Whenever the event is over, you're like, well, I didn't die, so that's good. Mm-hmm. I just don't know. No, it's the adrenaline, Dino. That's why we do roller coasters. That's why people skydive. It's all about the adrenaline. I don't think about on dying on a roller coaster, though. No. Like, there's a lot of things you can get, like adrenaline. Like, you can go into fast cars and motorbikes. Like, you can do different things that are adrenaline rushes. Yeah. But not like, well, it felt like kind of 50-50 death or, or not. And I'm alive, so that's good. Yeah, but you know it's like 99 to 1. It's just it feels like death. It doesn't actually death, right? Wow, we just saw terrible videos. Okay. Yeah, that yeah. one was not a pro setup. Finally, our boys are repping the gear, fellas, and we're getting a lot of push from the social media. Where the hell are all these barn burner hoodies? We have some. We have not inventoried, the, inventoried them. We yeah, will. We've done we will a them. brutal job. Uh, People keep asking boy. for stuff, and we have no answers for them. We're like, oh, yeah, we got a box. Like, well, there's not on the website. Like, well... We'll get some right. on that. Uh, this is the Tokyo Tower, fellows. That's a barn burner hoodie. That a boy. Are you seeing what we're doing? The size here? of that guy's hands. I was going to say, what's he? Uh... That's a hey, banana That's hands. A he he met up with there. us in Nashville when uh, we were out watching Biznasty get uh, tackled by fans. We had a good night. Yeah. Vodka sodas filling tables. Love it. High fives. You put your uh, hoodies on and travel around the world. We'll put you on the show. That's been the promise. Tokyo right there, friends. Guy could palm a Buick. <laughs> That's your pinder report. Jesus Christ. Uh, Village Honda. Hey, how about it? 
Huge selection of pre-owned vehicles, all makes, all models, all budgets. Over 70 units on site. Access to more than 400 more in the dealership group. Make Village Honda your one-stop automotive destination in Calgary. They are worth the trip. Located in the Northwest Auto Mall, it's Village Honda. I was uh, I sent a message to Anthony. I was like, you're going to Vegas for the F1. He's like, no, I'm not going. I'm like, what? Johnny F1, you're not going down? He's like, yeah, and the prices are going right through the floor. It's for like, mm. love to see it. How many times lately in life have you been able to say that prices have gone through the floor? Not, not very see. often. No. Vegas is on sale for F1. That was the, the moment they announced this. We're like, that's going to be insane. And it's probably no relative. It's it's not like it's, hey, I got a ticket for 20 bucks. It, it's comparable to what it was. It's gone through yes. the floor. If you but. booked in June or you booked now, it might be half price. Yeah. Is there any part? Have you watched? You still haven't watched any of that. Uh show hey on uh i watched a little we went to montreal for the f1 two years ago it was unbelievable i'm not a big car racing guy but to get amped for that i jumped into a couple seasons of that uh drive to survive whatever it's called it's a good show the access is unreal more more leagues and sports should do it yeah love it night race and like i was saying the other day they uh no one seems too excited about it. The drivers don't seem too excited about it. The people that live there are hating every minute of it. They're taking down huge like trees and massive parts of the strip. I mean, they'll yeah. fix it all. It's Vegas. They got dough, but it's like the people in Vegas were not happy when chatting with people that have been down there. Like the cab drivers, like traffic's horrible. It's just dumb. Casinos aren't liking it now because they're not getting what they thought they'd get for a room. Yeah. Are we going? Thursday, you want to go? Right, what do you got this weekend? Well, if we're going, I got to bring the shoveler because it's her birthday. There's nothing the shoveler would like to do more than be at a car race on a birthday. She actually probably would. She probably probably would. Leather pants, checkered flag, get her right at the finish line. Mm -hmm. Let's go. Mm -hmm. See, now why did you have to throw in leather pants, Pinder? That's what they wear, Dean. Who's they? The checkered flag leather mm. paint girls. Want to do some Betway bets? Let's do it. Okay. Please hurry. Do some Betway bets. Something weird there, Red. I'd be very it's careful. It's years of this. Years of this now. Him talking about. Uh, get the Betway. Get the Betway app. Get the Betway app on your phone. Play along. Oh, the game's already started. Get in there. There's in game. It's come on. Tonight. We got football, we got hockey, we're ready to roll with a little <laughs> Betway bets. I'm going to take the Bengals money line. It's Ooh. a three and a half spread, that extra half, I just, mm. so I'm going to take the Bengals on the money line, plus 150, like and like I had said, they've got f- the Flames as a home favorite tonight against the Canucks, who are tie for tops in the western conference i'm just going to go the other way i'll take uh, a money line win for the canucks and go plus 115 boomer why do you hate the flames i well there's two things to play into this the canucks are on a back-to-back but where were the flames they were in the east they were in montreal two days ago oh no first game back right the dreaded the dreaded yeah Did you see people shit talking Huska about his pregame speech? Really? No, oh, people shit talk to everything. Yeah, if you do anything, you suck. Yeah, that's true. 
sure if he just got some better speeches around here, this team would be in first place. Oh, absolutely. It should be the coach's <laughs> job to make sure the players are ready to right. Like, yeah, he should have to motivate them every game. Puck drops something. at seven oh seven. What? Coach didn't tell me that. That'd be great if the guys came out after us. I just, you know, coach was talking to us before the game. I just, just wasn't feeling feel it. it. Yeah. I if he's like not into it, I mean, how am I supposed to be? Into it? I, yeah. I didn't like his pregame speech. I, I couldn't play. I just not enough f bombs. Didn't even kick garbage can once. I just, you know, we, I, think I need to be motivated. Better. I need someone to come in there and really kind of get us, you know, rally the troops. I Did I tell you? I kicked, I kicked the uh, garbage can two weeks ago. Yes, I behind love the bench, and then it splattered up all the coffee and junk that was in there. It got right back in my face and all. Oh, my gross! The hell you deserve that. You? He's a, he is coaching like Daryl. You look at him. He's got how old are these kids? Old enough. <laughs> no, like literally. What age is it? Is it you? Fifteen? You thirteen? You fourteen? Fourteen? You fourteen some... down here. Yeah. yeah, and you're giving them the Viking Alberta treatment. That's wild. Well, get the, the red line before you dump it. The, <laughs> there's no one around you. Yeah. Two easy. steps, Robert. Two nothing, steps. Bobby. Robert. <laughs> nothing, nothing aggravates a coach more like an icing call. Late in the game? Well, especially uh, in that league, Dean, because I'm sure you can't change after a... Mm. <laughs> like, not a turnover for a goal. Not a bad penalty. Icing! <laughs> Blam! Up. Oh, you deserve that cold coffee tsunami, you jerk. Hothead. Anyway, way. I was going to, sorry, the Betway picks. Right, go ahead. Uh, Blasties for the Flames tonight. First time they wear them all year. Who loves Blasty more than Dylan Dubé? No, no one. I mean, like 20-year-old bloggers, that's about it. Uh, he's been unreal in the dark jerseys, and it's been a tough start for, well, you can add him to a long list of Flames that haven't been off to a great offensive start. Every year, he's your new Sam Bennett, Dean. I called it this preseason. Man, you know, if Dubé could just get 20 to 25, it was just like, you know, if Sam Bennett could get us 20 to 25. Ah, come on, done. You got 10? the jersey. How about 10? 10, oof. And I'm going to take the under because it's primetime and primetime unders are hitting 78%. So now that I'm on this, uh, go ahead and lock in the over, folks. I was just going to say, is that following your logic? Have you included your logic on your day-to-day -day picks as you do? With no, because that's only football over unders. I've been doing okay. I hit that Bo Horvat anytime goal last night. We've been doing all right in the Betway uh, stuff. It's just the football picks. I had to completely revisit the entire process. Done. Those are the two picks, right? Brett's not giving us away for free. Remember, all you, right. You get, get the Betway app on your phone. Get it on your phone. Play along. You're gonna love it. That's also oh, who's what's who are you cheering for tonight? Uh, you know what? It's in my phone. That's who I'm cheering for. All right, you Ravens fan? Just don't worry. Whatever. But I'm cheering for something. It's in my phone. Bet the responsible way with Betway. Get the Betway app on your phone and play along. Betway, the uh, official partners of us here on Barnburner. Mm. here's looking at you betway love you pals uh we'll do some doordash what's on the menu in a bit but right now it's time for ask red a presentation of bon ton meat market the original bon ton opened its doors in 1921 since then just the best of the best that's all the people come in the door they walk out with the highest quality of alberta beef free-range poultry Alberta lamb, milk-fed veal, 
Alberta Pork. Once again, Bonton, the Calgary Consumer Choice Award winner for Best Deli Meat Market. If you've never been, you've heard us talk about Bonton for years and years. And I've never had anyone come and say, hey, I hear you guys talking about uh, about Bonton. I, I, uh, I don't get it. I'm not really sure why. Never once. Hey, went to Bonton. You guys weren't shitting. Yeah, I know. We wouldn't steer you wrong. Greg Keller, quality human, the best at what he does. And uh, he's an OG. He's been with us for so long, man. He's the best. Can't say enough about him. Go and support Greg, who supports us. Thanksgiving next week. What? I'm saying American Thanksgiving next week. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do something because I think it's going to be a kitchen show, I think, on Thursday. I think I like this idea. Put something in the uh, in the oven. I just don't know what it's going to be yet. Traditional or, or like, I always, you know what it is. I always end up coming back. You want to go? I, yeah, you want to go I off. Just love the, it off the menu a little bit, but then you're like, what? What for? This is my it. excuse to make this delicious meal that I love. Yeah, and I don't need to do a big a big no. bird because it's just it's just do what I. Here's a recommendation: you get the turkey breasts, just the turkey breasts. You do the stuffing, you season up the turkey breasts, you bake that stuff together. Simple, easy, delicious. You don't have the carcass, you don't have any mess, slices, everything comes out hot, consistent. Now, are you a are you a turkey breast guy? No. I don't mind. Again, the turkey dinner, a lot of it comes down to the gravy. So, yeah. but if I'm... Ha- I'm not a breast guy. I am a breast guy, but I'm not a turkey breast guy. So. Gotcha. But the yeah. simplicity of it, or well, then you just buy it quartered. Just, or you can get smaller birds. You don't need to go. I know, but I'm just, but you're, that's taking the simplicity out of it. Yeah. You're, what's, what's the difference if you do small bird over a big bird? Well, I, and you know what I was going to say, but at the same time, what's, you're still just taking something, putting it into a roaster, and throwing it in the oven. Yeah, but you're, you're even doing that with it's the carving and mm. the cleanup. With the Do turkey you... breast just laid down, it's easy. I'm telling you, it's really good. So walk me through. You let's say you're doing a traditional bird. However long it stays in, you take it out. How how long are you letting it rest? And then what is your carving? procedure are you using one of those electric knives that i don't have an electric knife but doug is a big fan of the electric knife my old man was my family was i had one and then it broke and i've never it was years ago i've never replaced it but i feel like that should be something that's right in my wheelhouse i can't believe your wife and significant other has let you down for so long that's how many birthdays and christmases has it been without buying the memories they don't know me they don't, I mean. You just live in the house, I guess, yeah. eh? Like, Remains. my God. You know what I got for Father's Day? A Socks. Worse. I got a little steam clean vacuum thing to clean up dog piss. Oh, fuck. So that when the Love dog pisses or shits or pukes on the carpet, I don't need to get the big, the big one hey. out of the, it's yeah. just a hey. handheld. Love you, Dad. Thanks, guys. Cleaned up this shit. It's also a not so subtle reminder of uh, who's doing that and who isn't. Mm-hmm. Hey, Dad, it's easier for you to clean up the piss now. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Little brats.
time for ass grab. Sorry, Dean. It's not your fault. If anyone, I'm going to say this right now. If anyone knows my brother, reach out to him. The family's not doing well. Dax <laughs> left for Australia. It's mm-hmm. an empty home. The emotions are high. Take him a bottle of Crown. Is that right? Be a generous guy. When did when did he leave? Last night. Oh, should be Australia, landing. mate. Is that what should you said? Landing about now. Yes. Oh wow. I'm telling you, it's an emotional time. My oldest, he left. They it was tough. The video that... Parents are just. I'm not saying it's not. Words. I'm not making fun of it. I'm it sounds like <laughs> you're not making fun. Okay. I was just letting you. Lubbering. In. These kids are having a blast, though, Red. All these parents they are freaking out. Upset at all. Yeah. Um, kids are having a blast. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Oh, bikinis, say. Eh? Huh. Meanwhile, Trevor just chasing mom around the house now. <laughs> hey. She went back to full time. Desperate <laughs> <laughs> times call for desperate measures. Yeah. Oh, you must really be broken up. Yeah, I'm broken up about it. Yeah, any, if I can pick up any shifts, just let me know. Uh, this one's from Jordan. It's to Ask Rhett. You can email questions in for Ask Rhett. The email address, askrhett at flamesnation.ca. It's a presentation of Bonton Meats. Oh, yeah. Rhett, I'm going to be driving to Moose Jaw this weekend to visit my grandma. I was wondering if you had any good stories about playing in the old crushed can in Moose Jaw. Oh, yeah. oh the last time I was was at the crushed can... Uncle Stu was still living in Moose Jaw. And I beat I got suspended for some reason. I think it was that little prick Trumbly. Rep Rob Trumbly? Tr- Rob. Rob. Trumbly. Yeah. Anyway, they go out for warm-up and he skates by and sees me and he taps. He's like kind of chirping me and stuff. Anyway, we go on to kick the piss out of him, and I pretty sure we clinched. A playoff spot that night. And so I had Uncle Stu bring me a bottle of the brown stuff and we crushed it. Me and the fellas crushed it on the bus ride home. Mm. And then we got into Saskatoon. We must have had loose lips and the coach had figured out we'd gotten into something. And uh, Mooner stood up at the front and was like, and somebody drive that idiot home. <laughs> <laughs> That idiot. Mooner being Lauren Mollican, not yes. our other uh, buddy Mooner. Yeah. Yes. A, a bottle of the brown stuff mm-hmm. on the bus. Not of legal age. Celebrating. We were in Alberta. Yeah. Uh, and if you're going to Moose, just stop in at Pence because my nephew is going to be playing in Pence. Big tournament for the uh, 10U Saskatoon. Uh, and you settle down. Pence. Uh, Marauder, the Marauders. Is that the home of Gator the Gopher? Because there is one of those towns there on the number one. It's uh, it's the home of Gaynor. Shut up. Oh, yeah. Gaynor is a home. Get the fuck Mm -hmm. out of here. Yeah. Gaynor has a hometown. And then there will be, if, if, uh, was it George Reed or whether the running back? uh, Roger Albeck. From here to Regina is how far the career rushing yards were for Georgia. I think down. Gull Lake, wasn't it? Isn't the guy from Gull Lake, uh, Roger Aldeg? Yeah, probably. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's wherever you go. That's if if you there. wore green at any time, you've yeah. got a sign in your friggin' home. Ray Allgard took a dump in this truck stop in 1986. Like, there's signs everywhere. Yeah. Uh, this is from A.A. Ron. Hey, Rhett. 
curious to know who the DJ was on your teams back in the day and what songs would get you guys pumped up on game day. Again, a Lauren Mulliken story. Uh, Onyx. Do you remember that band? Yeah. Ender? Slam. Onyx? Yeah. Huh? Slam. That's their big yes. hit. And Mooner did not like that music. So he came in and smashed the disc and we were all like. Mooner. But old Clark Wilm, he had the old Joe Diffie going a lot. John Michael Montgomery. Wow. A lot of names. Did you see Post Malone's do, redid uh, Pickup Man? I did not. Posty. I like Posty. You're Posty guy, yeah. Uh, and another sad story about oh. music. The Sabres, no owner, so broke, didn't have a stereo for the road. Went Ooh. and bought one, uh, one of those Bose black ones. Remember the yeah. CD player? Yeah. I, went and bought, I remember going and buying it. We were in Anaheim. We were playing, staying in Newport Beach, and there's that mall right there. And Darcy Regeer came after. He goes, you know what, Rhett? That was a pretty classy move. Thank you. <laughs> How broke is that team? They're going to so sell yeah. over a billion if they sold today. That's crazy. I've got the receipt. Did you want to reimburse me? No, we, uh, no, but no, just classy of you though. Yeah. Thank you for doing that. Red. Really appreciate you. Jeez. This is from Glenn. Mm. Hey, Rhett, can you explain how Jack didn't wretch during Wednesday's chopstick rodent eating video? Pinder this... seemed unfazed. Boomer and Rhett had to look away, but Jack had no choice but to watch. I'd seen it before, and I was very keen to watch you guys watch it. So I wasn't even watching it; I was watching you guys, which I got to absolutely. Point kick being, out. you watched it. I've not seen it. I don't want to see it. I will not view it if it comes on again. I will avert my eyes. And Jack, he being... just kept putting it on repeat. Jack Listen, kept playing it. Who was the, who the asked the question? Sick bastard, uh, Glenn. Glenn, if you sign up for the Jack Cam OnlyFans account, you'll see mm. all kinds of sick shit. So that's why Jack did. <laughs> Jack, yeah, it's your deal, Jack. <laughs> sick bastard. Let's go to the Jack Cam. You have anything to say for yourself? I got nothing. Just doing his job. Doing my job. Hey, uh, Frank in Mahogany wants huh? to know. Who was the most talented guy in practice? Maybe didn't translate to games, but had tons of skill in practice. Pro or Victor? Pro Victor Kozlov. Oh, Big yeah. dude. Big Vic. I would get so mad at him because I would continually remind him, if you burn me or don't burn me on one-on-ones or I'm going to freaking slap like give you the one. old slasheroo. He'd still do it. Zip, zip, zip. He was one of those guys. It sounded like if you're going into fantasy hockey or whatever, it's like this guy is six three, six four. He's got all the tools. If First he wanted to, he could guy. do it. Whenever he decided to do it, he yeah. just did it, and then he was do it for another month. Still. Yeah, it's almost like Randy Bork in a way. When he was on, it was just like, why don't you do this every night, bud? Yeah, mm -mm. yeah. Very different His... style, but yeah. And you know what? Oddly, another another guy, uh, Code Lake. Yeah, all the tools in the world. You want to shoot at 120 miles an hour, skate like the wind, you big bastard. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. yeah. eh, I don't know. That's a lot of work. Kozlov just cost themselves money in the end, right? If you wanted to try a little bit, you Alex could make Semen. it two, three times what you're making. 
Semin had to figure it out. He tried and then got the big deal and then stopped trying. And then when they that ended, then he started trying again and got another contract. And then, yeah, that's how you do it if you really yeah. want to be. It wasn't Semin on one year deals there for they, after a while. They put him on the big long term one yeah. and he just bleeped the dog. So I was like, okay, we got a new policy on Semin. Pay him market rate one year at a time. This is from Patrick. Spot life insurance. <laughs> Good for you, son. Patrick wants to know, did you ever invite Sean Donovan to your hometown of Seanovan, Saskatchewan? Sean Donovan to Seanovan. No. It's not your hometown. Sean Donovan. Where is Dono? Dono, I think, is last I heard, and th- a few changes, but he was uh, out in Ottawa, part of the squad. The Sens. He was a senator at the end, right? Yeah. Fast. Very fast. Loved. Loved chocolate bars really lived on chocolate bars huh mm-hmm. i got a kid like that and bought tree uh, his wife a uh, beautiful beautiful sewing machine for christmas oh god it's no carpet dog piss steam cleaner but it's pretty good it's close rep it's from jason in calgary wondering what your most memorable fan experience is, I ask because my wife recently told me a story in which she recalls meeting you at a fan event. She told you that you were her friend's favorite player and you responded, really? You are so humble. Do you have any memorable fan experience? I've got a few memorable fans. I don't know if they were fans, but I got a few. Only fans? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Lots of interaction with fans. There are oddly, though, people who will say, oh, Rhett was my favorite player, mm-hmm. which I also say, really? <laughs> what are you looking for? <laughs> Frosted tips? Okay, you got it. Like, hockey? Are you talking like your favorite hockey player? Charitable work team. They liked my uh, charitable side. That's right. He's like He's like Big Earn. He was out there helping all the... The single moms out there helping. making people better. That's right. Now here you, you talked about Mooner earlier. Now tell people who Mooner was just because they may not know Saskatoon Blades history, that sort of thing. Well, Lauren Mullican, it's not just Saskatoon Blades. Lauren yeah. Mullican was my junior coach, great guy. And then he went on to coach in San Jose and Chicago. Mm-hmm. I didn't know he was in San Jose. I knew Chicago. Yeah. No, some okay. time in the minors. This is a uh hey. Rhett, this is from Eric. I am a relative of your old GM with the Blades, Daryl Lubinicki. Any good stories about old Luby? I have great stories that I cannot share on this (laughs) public forum. Not at all. He always had changes. I was going to say that people, guys, guys love doing the Luby impressions when he's shaking the the change in his pockets all the time. He was great. And was the GM forever. Yeah. Love tough guys, Pinder. Love tough guys. And we'll go on the news and say, anyone, we got the, anyone wants to dance, we got partners for you. Like he loved tough guys. Blades always had tough guys. They may not be able to play hockey. No. <laughs> but they could fight. Relevant. Yeah, they could fight. So this guy, I don't even know if he's got his skates on the right feet, but he'll beat the piss out of you. 
Oh, so not not no so nothing no lubies nothing not even a. Mm. All right. Well, the one because we got we went out and got in trouble. The team we snuck out after curfew. And the the bar phoned Luby to say your guys are in the bar again. And so in the morning, he started phoning everybody's parents to say, what's wrong with your GD kids? And they're out drinking and partying again. And, and my dad had seen me go downstairs to bed. And I'd gone out the window. Mm. So he gets in an FU with Luby about, no, my boy was in bed. I, I saw him go to bed. F you, no, F you, no, you F yourself, <laughs> tell me. I wonder though at one point because DUG had to be. Hmm. He seems very well, sure that Rhett was there. And I was done school, I think. And so the frickin' phone was ringing and ringing and ring. I'm like, what the Jesus? Go answer it. And were you out last night? No, you saw me go to bed. Well, I'm getting a phone call from the GM. He says you guys were all out last night. I'm like oh shit and i bet 19 or 8 like 17 18 year old you would have been real discreet well guess i'm going downstairs to bed now good night <laughs> all <laughs> clump 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 make it like just be so over the top obvious oh so tired better pack it in <laughs> big day tomorrow dad i'll see yeah. you at breakfast oh man is it is it nine o'clock man this is from uh, Eric Robert on my way to Fort Lauderdale for a boys trip. I'm recommending we take an Uber to the whales rib. Is it worth the drive? Lauderdale. Lauderdale. How no. far? Uh -oh. It's not. If you're on a boys trip, it's good, but you don't have to travel. And well, yeah, it's going to pick up. Traffic will be bad now because people will start going down there. Give us a place in Fort Lauderdale. That's a better elbow room. Parrot Lounge, go. yeah, and you can so, walk and you can take those little scooters all over. It's it's way better, you know. Careful in your golf cart, yeah, Burnett. And uh, we'll wrap things up for uh, Ask Rhett today. It's actually uh, we've we've got some intel. We've got some uh, coming from the Bonton Meat headquarters up at Crowfoot. Oh, oh. Uh, Greg Keller says. Fuck the electric knife. Bring oh. yours to me. I'll sharpen them. So it's not, uh, now again, it's not that I don't have dull knives. I just wonder. It was just always kind of. He is a traditionalist. I know he is. And he owns a meat shop. A bit of a you might want to pay attention. And he says, I should make you a turkey breast turducken. Oh, turducken. <laughs> and what are you going to say that? No. <laughs> no, Greg, don't Greg. do it. Greg. We couldn't oh, accept I that. I couldn't. Please, please, please. Was that a fad? The whole turducken it's thing? It's not worth the effort. It no. really doesn't seem like it's worth the effort. NFL thing, because Madden was big at the time, and Madden would get one of those games to be a Fox game, and he'd come on, and they'd make a big old deal about turducken, and it sounded funny, and no one knew what it was, and that is, it was like, oh my gosh, you've got to try it. It was totally a fad, but it was John Madden-led. You know what I'm going to do, though, now that I think about it? Because next Thursday. That's the day. Thursday week today. Uh, I'm going to do a kitchen show. We'll do a kitchen show next Thursday. Okay. I'm going to go to Bonton be before then, and whatever I'm doing for Thanksgiving football next week, it will it'll be uh, I'll get it, something from uh, Greg at Bonton. 
Craig, I'll be that. in the studio if you want to send that turducken down. Jack and I, no problem handling that. Yeah. What's he going to, what do you think? It's going to be some beef thing, right? Do you think he'll go? For what? For. Uh, he'll do a bird, I would think. It's traditional. You think it'll be a bird? He just told you to screw off with your electric knife. He did tell me to F off with the electric knife. That's right. Yeah. I'm confused. What do you mean? Turducken is a bird. <clears throat> no, I'm saying. No, no. He's going to do beef. I'm oh. saying I'm, I don't need a turducken because it is. It's where. It... <sighs> it's interesting though. Craig's the if best. You, like, I think what you'd said earlier is probably correct. It's a lot of work. But if you're not doing that work, I think it's probably lovely. If you're just eating it, that's not the work part. Yeah. I, you know what it is? It's, it's, it's a lot of work that's going to be lost on me. I'm not a big duck uh, duck fan. I don't really I don't enjoy duck. the difference between the duck and the turkey. Yeah. It's like that uh, Neapolitan ice cream. You just leave the strawberry. Hammer the vanilla. I'd be happy. Chocolate. That's fine. I've said this before, the chicken, the poor chicken doesn't get the proper respect. Agreed. Because it's turkey and steak and all this sort of thing. You you have a good, a good chicken and you brine that son of a bitch or you, you know, put it in with the buttermilk kind of a brine and then you do it right. Chicken's fucking great. I've never heard a chicken called a son of a bitch before. Oh, honestly. And, and you know what? I'm as guilty as anybody. Oh, I do a beer can chicken, a roasted chicken. I'm like, oh, fuck it. I want a steak or I want something else. You you roast the chicken. Mm -hmm. It's not like you're getting at the old uh, hoop-de-doo grocery store down the street, some little fucking Cornish game hen bullshit. You get a good chicken and you do it right. Tough to beat, man. I never get to the... I eat so little of the meat when I roast the chicken because I eat the whole skin. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. When you're carving that that thing up, you're full by the time you sit down. Oh, I'll have a little piece the, here, and oh, the skin. No, no it's just happening. Carver's peel. privilege, right there. Oh, these wings peel. are so small. I mean, peel. I may as well just. I'm excited. I'm gonna go see Greg. And Greg does say it was a huge fad, the turducken. Yeah, and I think it was Madden. I really do believe that. It's for people that's like, oh yeah, don't know what they're doing. That's gonna do it for Askret today. Bonton hmm. meets. Very excited for next week's uh, next week's show already. Hungry. Be like, you know what? Be like us. Go to Bonton. Ask Greg what to do. Hey, Greg, what should we, uh, should we shake it up? Do we go traditional? It's American Thanksgiving. We're going to do turkey. Okay, let's do a turkey. No? Okay. Maybe a, maybe a prime rib. Maybe, a, maybe some steaks. Maybe some Wagyu. But something. That's what I'm going to do for Christmas, I think. What do you, what? Are you back for Christmas? Wagyu? Wagyu. Really? So, you know, that I feel like people will say, is it, is it worth it? Is it gets kind of a hype? Is it gets more expensive? Is it worth it? I've had it on a, not a ton, but on the occasion that I've had it, pretty good. It's a pretty penny. It is pretty good. And you are. Yeah, yeah. But you know what, though? Oh, my God. Oh, no. UPS. Another one. Yeah, there it is. You gotta be kidding me. She's on a heater. What the hell is going on around here? <laughs> How many days in a row? This is like watching Will and Nealander head into free agency. The streak alive. Uh, I got to run a tighter ship. You really do. Mm. What is going on? You know what? Go kick a garbage can. That's right. I got go to I open a window and yell out. Get that. Yeah. Take it back. Sir, I, I just deliver. I don't care. Take it back. Actually. Return it. Sir, this is a Christmas gift. It looks what? like it's a dad's gift. 
Actually, that one might be for me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it might be beef. Okay, we'll take it all back. Good work. Uh, shit, what was I going to say? We got puck drop in two minutes, eh? Anyway. Is it? All right, let's go. Land of the beautiful people. Stockholm. Uh, Is that what it's referred to? I mean, it's Sweden and it's Stockholm. It's definitely the land of beautiful people. I don't know what anyone calls it. Are you kidding me, man? Find someone that's going to Stockholm that says they don't fall in love every. No, time. I'm saying it's the land of the beautiful people. That it's not a that's not on a bumper sticker anywhere. <laughs> no, it's I, not on I, their I, license plate. No, that's some Pinder thing. Uh, DoorDash. Listen, I've been to Sweden. Yes, they're beautiful. Um, get uh, get your door. Nielsen is not beautiful. He's no, he's not. No, apparently, he gets good hockey player. No, the dudes are the dudes are, you know, they're weird looking. Okay. Well, Get the DoorDash app. Simple. Choose what you want from where you from where you want. It'll be delivered right to your door. Not by a UPS truck, but probably <laughs> by a uh, a train delivery driver. Mm-hmm. For a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off zero delivery fees on your first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code NATION25, NATION25 to trigger that deal with DoorDash. Another delivery car just drove by very slowly. Well, they're afraid now. Backed up. It's like the it's like the taxi line at the airport. They're just yeah. waiting so they can yeah. pull up to your door and drop shit off. What's uh hey, what's on the menu for DoorDash? Triple header today, fellas. We're minutes away from puck drop at the Avicii Arena in Stockholm, Detroit, Ottawa. All right. Ottawa slight favorites. Wings with the better record. Dogs. Huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati of Baltimore, 615 kickoff. Uh, the over-under total, 46 and a half. Baltimore favored by three and a half. And Canucks, Flames tonight. First meeting of the season. They'll do it again in the next couple of weeks. Uh, get ready for more Canucks coming at you, Flames fans. Seven o'clock from the Scotiabank Saddledome. That is what's on the menu. There you go. Dash that for the win with DoorDash. Promo code NATION25 to trigger that deal. 25% off your first order. Offer valid in Canada. Subject to change. Terms apply. Thank you, DoorDash. Thank you for taking care of our uh, of our buddies. Pickled herring? Meatballs? I don't know. <clears throat> Joe Rogan had a sardine and pineapple pizza. Whoa. That's polarizing. Can we do that? Do you think you could? No. No, I'd try it. I don't know that I'm going to like it. I, I just like remember, uh, I remember being, <laughs> being at Mercado one time with, uh, with Rhett and they had the sardines on the menu when they would put them on the grill. And yeah. there is a certain odor that comes with the sardines. Rhett got very upset. Duh! You gotta get these fucking sardines off the menu. If I, if these things fucking stink. Dom, what are you doing with these sardines? Poor Dom. He's a good boy. Do you miss Mercado? I do. I'm t- dude, I'm telling you, and I told you before, they did they swapped out one of their Ooh, I just remembered now that I got thinking about that. I gotta go. You do? I'm trying to remember what, what the dish was. It it was so good. Come to a show and then have lunch there. Oh my god. It's not far from here. No, I'll just stay here and then go eat. Could do that too. Yeah. You don't have to deal with me. That's is that the okay. 
Interesting. Barnburner brought to you by BetterHelp. Give online therapy a try at betterhelp.com slash flamesnation and get on your way to being your best self. It's about getting better. It's about believing that things can be better and better help is there to get you on your way. It's, uh, hey, you know what you should do? You should talk to somebody. If you need help, get help. As guys, it's uh, okay. Well, I'm ready to get some help. Now what do I do? It can be confusing. It can be hard. It can be intimidating. Not with better help. That's why better help is a great option because it is entirely online. It's designed to be convenient flexible and suited to your schedule. That's the other thing, guys, we're, we're busy. We've got jobs, we've got families. How are we going to find a way? This is super convenient. You fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist. You can switch therapists at any time if the fit isn't quite right, no additional charge. And then you start getting to work. Therapy helps to identify what the challenges are, start building strategies, building those coping skills to help you become that best version of yourself. It can be better. Believe it. Know it. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash FlamesNation today. You're going to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash FlamesNation. Tomorrow's Friday. We got to, so, I mean, we got, again, this is, this is the big one right here. Tonight, we're going to Greta. Oh, baby. We got so much going on at Greta. If you go online on our social, you go FlamesNation. You go Greta, uh, with Greta on Instagram, Flames Nation on Instagram. Casey and the people at Greta, they were given VIP tables. Two, tables two VIP tables that they're giving away. Nuggets. So go on your social media. It's Greta YYC. We, of course, are Flames Nation on Instagram. And it's a nugget eating contest tonight. Pinder is finally. Yeah, fuck. Fellas, 42 nuggets. Or yeah. something close, hopefully. Maybe you're not a Flames fan. Maybe you don't need to. Oh, the hockey football. Eh. But if you've ever wanted to watch some hipster douchebag eat yeah. 42 chicken nuggets. Fuck me. Tonight's your night. Look at this donkey. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of meat. Does your wife know what's going on with you tonight? Uh, she kind of knows there's something. She really doesn't care for the details. I think she knows <laughs> it's not something she's going to like. She'll expect me to wander in at 1 a.m. and sleep in the basement, I think. Yeah, look at that's yeah. You're frightened and deservedly so. It's quite a partnership we've got rolling right now. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> I bet it's our first day back, and you have what? Do you know how healthy that isn't? Yeah. Uh, it's for the kids. ALS. Raise some money. Let's do it. Podcast gods. Uh yes, Dean. Podcast gods. This is, it's boom. Yeah, hey, boom. Please, while we have cameras rolling tonight and while we're live on YouTube and on the internet, please let us catch the video. Please let us record the moment when Pinder pukes on the table. Whatever it takes. I, 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 I'll, I'll go into studio once in a while. I'll, I'll do whatever it takes. But if there's, if there happens to be some video of Pinder mid nugget and then puking. I will run it every day on this show for the rest of time. Please let this be so. Amen. We'll see what we can do, Bob.
Now, Rhett, one final, because th- we talked about this the other night. It's 42, and we, you saw the size of those nuggets. They are not, you know, they're not these guys. These aren't clown nugs. They're these guys. Like, it's 42 of them. You still believe that he's going to pull this off? Keep punching, Pinda! Keep punching! He's got it! He's got this! He's acting all meek and mild. You know, know damn well when no he's in a crowd, that emotion is going to take over. That arrogance and ignorance, mm-hmm. it, it will carry him through. It's the showmanship. Limitless power. He feeds off the energy of the crowd. You can See, if it was 42 pints of lager, <laughs> I'd be like, well, of course. Oh. Isn't that what he? You'll drank? be like Homer. You'll be. You'll have your freaking mouth under 42. the tap. Two. Who was that? 40, 41 Coors Lights. That's, yeah, it was that was Lawrence Taylor. Mm-hmm. I drank. 41 I had forty one Coors, Coors, Coors Lights. I had forty one Coors Lights. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> was that the day you got drafted? It's a lot of Coors Lights. That's a lot of Coors Lights. Yeah, I'd have a few less origins oh, if that's all right tonight. Though, got this. You've got this. Yeah. Okay, so it's we'll there. Yeah, it's again, it's not a ticketed event. This is just, we're going to hang out at Greta. We're going to have a live stream of the game. We're going to be hanging out and just watching the game, doing our thing on the YouTube. And then we'll have Afterburner. Oh, man, Deep, don't. It's my boy, Deeper. I don't so like all this. Go- he's not going to feel well afterwards, but he's going to do it. GretaBar.com is the website. 213 10th Avenue Southwest is the location. We'll be there watching football and hockey, eating nuggets and having a great time, raising money for the ALS Society and, uh, and yeah, doing our stuff live. Come on down and hang with us. Come down and hang with us. And again, Greta's doing, they, they're, they're so good at this stuff. They, you know what it is? We're the idea guys. And then they put it all together. Very good. Like, oh, you know what we should do is have Pinder do the chicken, uh, the chicken nugget thing, and we'll raise some money, and we'll have a contest, and we'll do this. So it's going to be a fun night over at Greta. Pumped for it. Looking forward to it. When do I start eating? I haven't had anything yet today. Is that a mistake? No idea. I'm telling you. Eat. Now there has to be some. Do we not have to put some sort of a time thing in place? Well, you should put a time thing in because I can see by Pinder's body language that he's ready to go. So he's got shit to do, and you're holding him up. Physio 1220. Uh, we'll do some Googling and physio. Puke and rally. We'll see. Puke and rally. That'll do it. See you tomorrow, buddies. Yep. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 